And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in this morning. Oh man, this is episode 100, this is the kickoff of season 4, and I wouldn't have it any other way than with our friend Russell James from Scarlet Drive. This is an episode that is a year in the making, really. Um, Russell was on the show last year, around this time, maybe a little later, um, but it's been a year, and he is really the second person that we've had back on this show, Um, kind of, you know, the sort of... um, yeah, yeah, really, really, he's the second person we've had back on the show. Um, we've had Annie Brobst on twice. Um, Emily Peicher will be on again here in a couple weeks. Um, but Russell James, you may be wondering, why why is Russell the kickoff to Season 4, Episode 100? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, we have an announcement in this episode, and if you're following along on our social medias, um, we've actually kind of already announced it. Um, possibly, depending on how far <laughs> you've been paying attention to our socials, um, which we're really excited about. But, and we'll talk about it at the end of the show, because I want you to listen to the show to, to hear it. Um, that's going to be in hour number two, um, that announcement. So, beforehand, um, Russell and I become very close friends, very good friends. Um, I've said it a million times. He's like a big brother to me in this industry, especially in the local scene around here in New England. Um, and for that, I thank him so much for, um, he's helped me so much more, more than most. Um, so a big thank you to him. We talk about a lot of fun things in this episode. I love it. We're going to talk about, um, our announcement. We're going to talk about, um, the New England Music Awards, which we are presenting at. If you paid attention to our socials yesterday, you saw that, um, 
We are going to talk about local stuff. We're going to talk about national stuff. We're going to talk about um, all kinds of stuff. Now, this episode was recorded before the nominations came out for New England Music Awards and Boston Music Awards, which Scarlet Drive is up for several. Um, the New England Music Awards voting is closed, but the I don't think you can vote for the Boston Music Awards. But maybe you can. I'm not really sure. Um, go check it out. Um, but yeah, some cool stuff going on. Um, like I said, we talk about our CMA membership. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, we probably give too much information. But um, it is what it is. This is probably one of my... This is now my top two episode. episode this is the second episode I love to death. Um, the first episode was the JR the Handler one. Um, but this is this is a close, close second. Um, I know it's a long one. We Joe Rogan experienced this bad boy, so I hope you enjoy. Um, I'm not going to take up much of the intro time because there's, there's so much to get to. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, wow. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe we're on episode 100. I really can't. Um, and it wouldn't be without you guys that are listening. So thank you all so much for that, and thank you for your time. Um, you know, shoot us some feedback, what you think. And... Um, Really, without further ado, our conversation with Russell James. Enjoy. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place, offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Well, here we are. Oh, man. Episode 100. And we have the great... Oh, God, what are we calling you? Russell James? I don't know if I'm great. Russell James, yeah, we gotta go with Russell James at this point. I think okay. I'm I'm committed enough. We're committed enough to Russell <laughs> it's James. Have to be. Episode 100, season four starts today. Season four. I can't believe. Congratulations. We are uh, we're out here fishing today. <laughs> um, well, fishing, so fishing, not catching. Fishing, not catching. I'm actually sitting. Russell is fishing. So we're gonna just we're this is this is gonna be just an informal as it always is kind of shoot the shit kind of kind of thing. Yeah, and you ne- you never know if we're gonna get interrupted by a by a bass. That's true. We could. I mean, I'm we showing ha- I'm showing my true redneck form right now. You know what I mean with the That's bass right. fishing. Um. So hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for being our our guest again. I'm glad we could figure something out. Yeah. We've been trying to do this fishing trip all summer. <laughs> and we picked the windiest, most bluebird sky day to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which Why not? is not the best for fishing. Hey, <laughs> it's better than nothing, I guess, right? I agree. It's probably a little windy, on, but whatever. And I, don't I guess think it should be that bad. I guess this was kind of my idea because I wanted something a little different yeah. than just kind of sitting around because I know we talked a lot about some stuff last time. And uh, this kind of puts a different element into it. You know, I think that, you know, it shows kind of a 
country in the city because we got a lot of great lakes around here and I've been fishing for my whole life so I figured let's let's combine a couple hobbies here yeah and that that's what this has become a hobby I love this hobby though <laughs> I, I don't want fishing to be a hobby but, but I don't want this to be a hobby either so, correct so you know, we have that in common <laughs> anybody that wants to throw money at either one of these things <laughs> let's do by all uh, means. well people are still throwing money at AFS but oh, my shit. fishing deal but it doesn't go to me yeah so you know we're out here there's there's a lot we could talk about there's a lot of that has happened since the last time you're here yes um what's been going on with you music music wise we'll start music wise what's been going on with you music wise so when was i here last so when when did we talk last when was that podcast last before christmas last year sometime. it was and that was was that after the first part re release or was that after shaky ground release that was shaky ground release yeah we talked. You in, sure? Yeah, we talked. We talked end of September, beginning of October last year. So it's been about a year. Oh, so yeah. So Shaky Ground hadn't come out. No, Shaky Ground was out. Shaky Ground came out in December. The first part with the first five songs came out. Right. That was like the Russell James kind of EP. Right. Right. Oh, the full yeah, deal, the full right? album hadn't come out yet. The full album, right? So yeah. So since then, so we released that album. So we had. That was kind of always in the works. Um, and I think we we were looking at, you know, ad additional songs we had, and we tried to kind of narrow it down to to get it released. Like we had a lot of work to do, and we didn't want to delay it anymore because we hadn't been doing a lot of new songs lately, and we needed something fresh. Um, so we were able to kind of put everything together, and uh, you know, as kind of a follow-up to that first EP that was actually released under Russell James at first because I made a, a stupid decision to see if I could rebrand, but it just wasn't for me. And I don't know if we ever even talked about that um, on the last podcast. Like, there was a whole, you know, there was this whole idea about, you know, during COVID, it was a, a songwriting deal and you know, just kind of writing for myself, and I, you know, I had the stupid idea to do like a solo career deal under Russell James, which is where Russell James kind of originated, and uh, I didn't know at the time how much being in a band was so much better than being solo for me. Really? Right? I kind of just, oh. I never thought of it that much, right? Right. So, you know, it was always going to be the same band, whether it was Russell James or Scarlet Drive. But, um, you know, I started doing the Russell James stuff, and you know, there were some conversations about new, you know, new people coming on board into the Scarlet Drive family, and you know, Scarlet Drive was still going to be around somehow with the whole Russell James deal too. And then in my eyes, I, you know, it just got exhausting thinking about rebranding and starting from scratch when Scarlet Drive already had kind of a name and a following, right? Right. Um, and I just, I felt so bad that, you know, the music was all, you know, it was, it was written primarily by me, you know, from concept, right? So, you know, I just, I always felt like everyone would, and it was me trying to please everybody, right? I always felt like everybody else in the band was going to be like, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't have anything to do with those songs. You know, 
I don't want it to be Scarlet Drive, blah, blah. But everyone was great about it. I mean, they loved the fact that it was new material. Um, you know, the new guitar players that we brought on who've been playing with us for quite a while, I think probably a couple years now, um, one more recently than the other, um, they're both the producers on the album, every single song. So, you know, they were very, very much involved. Um, Andrea got on most of the songs for background vocals, if not all. I think she was on most of them. So it still feels very much like a Scarlet Drive album. Um, you know, we're playing the songs as Scarlet Drive. It's, it's just, it's so much better as a band because I love these guys. And we're so comfortable on stage together. And, you know, I was very grateful to them that they were accepting of the fact that I wanted to release all this music with the Scarlet Drive brand. So, so that's kind of how all that's, that went down. So um, there was, there was no animosity at all when you said, Hey guys, I'm going to, we're going to do this as Russell James and not Scarlet Drive anymore. So yes, there was some contention with that part of it, oh, with sure. that conversation. Right? right. So, and I felt horrible having to have that conversation because I, I've been playing with these people forever. I didn't want anybody to walk away. Right. Cause I, I was approaching it like, um, you know, I want you guys to be the band for Russell James. And, and to me, that kind of felt like narcissistic and e egotistical a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, I wrote all this. I'm phenomenal. Let's, let's do a Russell James band. I'm like, I hate having that conversation. And I had it. And everyone was kind of like, all right, yeah, I mean, it's new music, whatever. Do what you got to do. So then a little bit of time went by. And, you know, we started playing again a little bit. And I, I had another conversation with everybody being like, guys, do you want to just release all this under Scarlet Drive? And everyone was like, yeah, we're already playing all the songs. Right. Let's just, let's just do it. Right. We already have the brand. Let's just do it. And, you know, that's when we started adding more depth to the recordings. Uh, you know, getting Andrea in there to do some vocals, you know, so at least we had us two. I mean, Ashley had left at that point. You know, she's on her second kid right now, so don't know if she'll ever come back, but, uh, we, you know, there's an open mic for her anytime. Um, but if she wants to be, you know, just a spectator for now, we respect that. And she, she'll be always be part of the Scarlet Drive family, you know, as will everybody else that has come and gone uh, in the Scarlet Drive brand, you know. But, yeah, it was, it's just... Those conversations are really tough to have, especially when you've been playing with a band and people for a while. Um, so, yeah, pretty tough. Yeah. But everything worked out. So there was, again, I still get confusion about it too because, you know, a lot of my friends that only saw the first part Russell James released with those first five songs um, still come up to me and they're like, Hey, it's not on Spotify anymore. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I had to take it down. It sucked. And I had to take it down because iTunes didn't like... I tried to release it all into Scarlet Drive 2. Yeah. And iTunes didn't like the fact that I was releasing the same material into two different artists. Oh, Jesus. So I had to choose. So I was like, well, I'd rather keep it all up just to you know maximize my, my streaming because you can... Uh, have an ID that tracks your streams, whether it's, you know, Russell James release or Scarlet Drive release. They don't like that. Yeah. So, you know, R Russell James is kind of just on Spotify as, you know, 
I use it for band playlists, band set lists, uh, you know, private set lists that the band can listen to and, and learn and, you know, when we're picking new covers or just to have our originals down and do some set list stuff for my, my own, you know, my own organization. But, um, you know, everything's on the Scarlet Drive brand now. And it's, it's the way it should be. I mean, I heard something... I talk a lot, so cut me off. No, no, go ahead. Uh, this is all about you. And if I catch a bass, like I'm gonna stop talking, no, and that's we're fine. gonna, and I'm gonna try to, you know, live, you know, like describe what what's happening if I ever catch a bass. <laughs> anyways, so I heard this uh, this thing that, and I, I want to say it was Adam Levine. It was a while ago, and this kind of stuck with me too. He was saying, "Dude, there's no." There's no bands anymore. Right. They're dying. Yeah. Everyone's a solo. Because you can do everything basically yourself. You can brand yourself on TikTok. It's it's easier to be a solo artist nowadays. I didn't like that. And I always like to be unique. You know? So, or at least as unique as we can. So... You know, just being in that brand atmosphere, that band atmosphere as a brand, um, you know, at that point it was, there was never ever concern about it or uh, regret about, you know, letting go of the Russell James solo career, which is, it never was. It hadn't started yet. Right. So right. I can't even say there was one. Um, you know. What the hell was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, you know, oh, being unique, right? So I always try to be a little bit different and with specific aspects, right? Which is why, you know, you don't, you don't see a lot of albums now, right? It's all singles. Yeah. You don't see a lot of, ba- you don't see a lot of bands now. It's all solos. So we put on an album. And we're a band that's been together, and at least the brand's been together for a while, uh, you know, with a few of the founding members. Um, you know, and it's just, it's working for us, even though, you know, we don't gig as much as other people do. We don't post on social media as much as anybody else does. We kind of suck at it. I'm, I'm terrible at self-promotion, um, which is probably not what a talent buyer wants to hear. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But uh other than that, we're just uh we're just kind of plugging through. Yeah. I mean, I think the last time we talked, you were very um you were very okay with the way things were. But based on conversations you and I have, it seems like the Scarlet Drive doing music thing is starting to put a fire in your belly again. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So, no matter what I did, I wanted to release these songs. Right. Right. So, I have a creative spirit. You know, I've got a sporty spirit and I've got a creative spirit. I'm trying to walk the line between the two of them, right? Which is kind of fitting for today, right? Out out on the water, doing a little sport with a little bit of music. Um, So, yeah, right now. I'm, I'm very invigorated with what's happening with Scarlet Drive, even though we're not gigging a lot. Right. Right? Like, we want it to be a special event. We want to 
we're trying to do some stuff next year, which, you know, I think we have an announcement to do later in the show. Um, but, you know, we're trying to do special, special things without... How do you say it? Without overwhelming ourselves, right. I guess you could say. Right, because right, we, we all have families and we all right. have, you have families, you have day husbands, jobs, wives, you know. day jobs, right. So, you know, we're trying to, you know, think about we all have 40 to 50 hours a week. You know, Andrea is a teacher, so she's constantly doing things with her classes. And, um, you know, we're trying to record new music, write new music, produce new music, put shows together. And when I say shows, I don't mean, hey, we'll put a cover list together and go play it, right? Um, you know, we've kind of died down on the cover cover shows. You know, we played a bunch of festivals this year, which were two, three-hour festivals where we had to throw some covers in. But festivals are fun. You know, they're, they're a different kind of crowd. You can, bring, you can bring our kids to the shows. So we're not, you know, abandoning our, our husband or wife duties or, you know, parenting duties as much as we would if we're going to a bar gig, right? Right, right. Um, so, you know, there's just, there's just a lot that goes into it. And, you know, I think a lot of people that, and there's probably a lot of people in the same boat that, you know, do the same shit. Yeah. But, you know, we try to put our efforts into the stuff that kind of matters to us. Um, you know, it's, it's worked out so far. Hopefully it's, you know, it may not work out as far as Instagram followers or, you know, TikTok numbers, which you don't have a TikTok account right now, but, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. social media, you know, growing that way. But, you know, some people got to look past the social media aspect of shit, I think. Like, it's, we're such a social media world now. It's like, you know, maybe social media isn't cool now for some things. And, you know, maybe we're unique by not doing a lot of social media. And guess what? If you want to see us, come out to a show. Right. right, right. Make it special that way. But you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because you know when we started this show, like I didn't look at anything. You know, if somebody reached out and they wanted to be on the show. It was it was an automatic yes, right? And now this is gonna probably sound super egotistical and whatever, but um, you know we're at a point now where I have to look at it. You know, if that makes sense, where it's you know there's there's an audience. You know, obviously we still want to help the the small guys coming up but yeah. you know at the end of the day right wrong or indifferent it's all about the numbers agree you know and it agree. sucks it sucks that it is that way it really really does but you know with that being said i've i've had people on this show that have you know virtually no followers and those are the episodes that always do the best yeah, yeah. you know and then i have artists or guests on here that have thousands and thousands of followers and those episodes do shit <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah. how, so the numbers don't correlate, you know, but those numbers also tell me a lot of things that, you know, some of those numbers may not be exactly what they're, they're out to be. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, for me in my position, I can say that out loud, you know. I agree. I agree. Um, well, yeah. I mean, cause ultimately numbers are reach numbers are what brings in people that want to use that reach to promote. Right. Which usually turns into dollar values, right? right? Exactly. So, while I understand why a lot of people do what they do for numbers, you know, sometimes it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Sp- yeah. I mean, prime example is some of the 
the music organizations within, you know, New England. Right. Right. And, you know, we'll just get right down to it, right? So you have NEMA, New England Music Awards, and I love what they do yeah. for, you know, local artists, right? Okay. And they're always promoting local artists. They're doing some good stuff. Let's see where we were. All right. So, yeah, you know, with NEMA, go ahead. You were saying, sorry, we got cut off. Um, yeah, like the numbers deal. It's, you know, some of the music organizations in New England, you know, are prime examples, right? So there's, first you have NEMA, New England Music Awards, you know, and all those guys want to do is promote the local scene. Right. I love what they do. But there's always contention about, you know, when nominations come out or who they're promoting. Same with New England country music. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're doing it because they want traffic to the website. They want to, you know, first promote the local bands, promote the local artists, which is awesome. Um, you know, it's a great thing to have on a band's resume, you know, especially because they're, they're known organizations, right? right. So... I would argue one of those, but well, I'm getting to it. Okay. Hold on. So I, 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 I don't have a problem with either one. Um, you know, I might if we don't get nominated. No, I'm just kidding. So, well, it's but, funny you talk about Nima because you know I got I got in contact and into it with them because of you, and um, we're actually in line to um, what's the word I want. Um, present an award in November. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah, we're on the list. That's great. So I love that. Yeah. The, it, the nomination should be coming. They probably should be out by the time this episode. Oh, yeah, th- yeah, they definitely will be. Because um, that's, I think, like November 13th or something like that. Uh, yes. Oh, fish. Oh, fish. oh, my God. Good one. Oh. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, no, it's good. <laughs> Finally. This is going to be only a two, been out here an hour that, and a half. Two pounder here. <laughs> Shot at you. No, this is a dink. Oh, my Ooh. God. It felt better. Finally, so this is a largey. There's, there's a mount. We've got a bass. Largey on, on top water here. Oh, wow. smoked it! Right next to a tree. Right next to a tree. And that was not Jim catching it. No, I, I didn't catch shit. Jim caught a few trees earlier. I did. I caught a few trees. I'm probably gonna catch a cold out here in the wind. <laughs> it's awesome. Probably. Nice. That's a dink. That's like 13 inches. Ah! <laughs> Fucking prick. Oh. Now it's flopping around the boat, kind of like go. I'm going to probably do later after a couple of beers. All right. Anyways, All right. We still hooked up here? Yeah. We're still rolling. I know. I just went nuts. All right. That's a pretty good one. Nah. We need a big one now. All right. So anyways. So she said. what were you saying? Um, oh, Nima, the uh, the Nemer Woods. I'm going to present, hopefully. Yeah. That, that'll like, be According a, to the email. That'll be I, fun. I, I am. I don't know. And they're doing it at, at Six String this year. Six String this year. Yeah. Which uh, would be a good show. It'd be a fun show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've heard great things about why he started NEMA and uh, you know why they why they're still doing NEMA and why they started it I, I love the fact that they do that um, they promote local acts a lot more than New England country music does um, you know and that's why a lot of people may have an issue with New England country music they promote a lot of the, the national acts they'll never put a I don't see them put local local acts on like banners and flyers or promote the local acts that are opening right. for the yep the big dudes, um, you know, very if, off. If that's their thing, that's their thing. You know, there's a. I guess I guess we'll get into it. I, I yeah, I, I get it. I, I mean, get this, it. it goes back to the numbers thing we were just right. talking about, right? So, New England country music has 
a very a much bigger presence online social media would you and would you agree with this yeah and then you know new england music awards or other new england associations up here right now they're trying to get traffic and i've heard that you know the traffic comes from promoting the bigger people right. not not of the local not the local oh, hell yeah so you know while it stinks you know we're kind of biting ourselves in the foot as locals being like well we gotta we gotta promote ourselves and you know bring the traffic as well because you know if we're if we're not doing our job we're not bringing traffic to their site and right it's just uh you know, I, it's, it's weird. So I'm going to tell my New England country music story, and I, at this point, I don't really care because we're doing very different things. You uh, can also, you know, at some point, you can look back on this and say, "Well, do I?" When you're editing and saying, "Do I want to? Do I want to do this? Do, do I want to say this or not?" No. So a while ago, I was reached out to because from some somebody on their staff because I is I have a little beef with one of the other um, social media news organizations, I guess you could say, that does something similar to what we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it seems like a lot of the stuff we do, they, they turn around and then do. Um, people we've reached out to and talked to, they then reach out to and talk to. Um, yeah. You know, I, I get it. It's a game, right? Yeah. To an extent. But well, when, they, they look at something that's working. Right. And try to do it themselves to see if it works. I mean, right. that's, that just means you're doing something, right? Right. And that's fine. That's great. So, you know, my ego got to me a few months ago. Yeah. And I went on Instagram and, and made a reel about it. And I didn't call anybody out by name. <laughs> uh, you causing drama, it. Jim? I, I caused some <laughs> drama. And, um, you know, somebody from New England Country Music reached out and was like, you know, what's going on? And they were like, how are, how are you still viable? You know, he goes, we've had a lot of competition in this area kind of come and go over the years, but you're not going away, more or less. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, I'm one, I'm doing something completely different than you are. Two, um, you know. Yeah, I, I would say, I would agree with that 100%. You my, guys are two different. Right. My reach is way different than theirs. Right, exactly. I just so happen to live here, you know, in New England. Correct. That's really the difference. Yeah. You know, I like to promote the local guys as much as I can yep. guys and girls I should say um, and right they don't you know I've, I've heard from a lot of people that you know I'm not going to name names but I know a lot of local artists that it gets frustrating for them yeah it does you know and it's and, but that's okay because that's what they do that's why I'm here I'm here for you guys correct and you know like I said, I, I know why they do it. Right, of course. Um, and at one at, at one point in the past, I've you know I may have been pissy about it. I don't know if I told anybody. I'm just pissy about it. But now it's like let them do what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to add more drama to, to things that are out of your control. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you know if they don't want to promote, then then you promote it. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. your job, anyways. Right. That's our job as artists is to promote and get people you know get butts in the seats and. You know, to, to expand the brand, to, to let people have, you know, make people have fun at shows and just enjoy, you know, learning and, and hanging with the band and, and artists and just enjoy the music every once in a while, you know? Right. That's, you know, that's I all jokingly, it is for me. I jokingly say, and you know, 
you know, I have, I have friends all over the place, and I say that, you know, they're my biggest competition. But they're really not. You're your own competition. Right. Everyone's their own, their own worst enemy and competition. Right. 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 And I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... You just got to keep doing you. And right. that's, that's what I've said before. I think yeah. I said it on your podcast the last time, too. Um, and again, I'm kind of... I've been guilty of all that crap before as well. But, like... You know, just stay out of the... Actually, I, I can't say that I stay out of the drama. I love the drama, to be honest with you. What, drama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I don't create a lot of it, but, you know, if you... We're like if you're nice to me, I'm good. You know, if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. And, right. You know, if you don't want me on the show, that's fine. I don't care. You know, I love it. I don't, I don't hold anything against anybody. Right. Unless you're Jay Della Sola. <laughs> now, now I've got all my listeners going to uh, New England Country Music and checking out their shit. But no, they, they've got a great brand. They do. They, they have an awesome brand. They've done a great, great job. I mean, yeah. listen, you've done a great job with your brand. They've done a great job with their brand. Nima has done a great job with their brand. Um, everybody's doing their own thing, and right. I don't think anybody should be pissed at anybody else. Not that I'm not saying they are, right? But nobody should be like, just don't worry about it. Let's all yeah. just enjoy, yeah, being a know, music community in New England. Dude. It's 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 true <laughs> because you know what? When you think of New England and you think about country music, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. Yeah, you know, unless you're in Maine. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah. You know, going back bunch. to like what they do, and again, I'm, this is probably a dead horse, but like a lot of the stuff they do, I also I don't want to say I don't have interest in it. Yeah. But it's you know I don't. Yeah, we're gonna go and cover as many shows as we can and make as many contacts as we can because at the end of the day, I put a different spice on it. They do put it their own you know thing on it. Yeah. And that's what it is. You know, they're very they're they're great at what they do. You know? Yeah. But I have my personality, and I can't get away from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. A lot yeah. of people have their own personalities. Some personalities clash. Some don't. Right. You know, it's... Uh, right. And it's okay. Like, like I have you don't no always have to agree. A, telling an artist or writing an article or a blog that the show sucked. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know... Kenny Chesney was great. If he didn't, if he wasn't, you know what I mean. <laughs> Can we do a, Ch- a Chesney review? Yeah, absolutely. Since we were I both didn't at go. The show. Oh, you didn't go. So I didn't I, go. Yeah, I went on Saturday night, and it's the, so we've had these tickets forever. We had sand pit tickets. Yeah, sandbar tickets. Um, there is no sand. It isn't. Yeah. No, there is no sand. False I agree with that. Um, sorry to kind of turn the. Uh, the wheel on the conversation. No, it's all right. I but, love it. So yeah, Kenny, in town. You know, pretty excited to see him. Never seen him before. You never saw him. Um, not that I can remember, anyways. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you know, it's it's a lot. You know, when you're older like me and you have a kid and a wife, it's a lot harder to to hang for the day. Um, so you know, we get in there around two, two thirty, three o'clock. You know, I was making some steak and cheeses on the grill. Nice. They were bomb, by the way. Um, you know, had had a few drinky poos, and then uh, ended, ended up going in. Missed Carly Pierce. Not a huge Carly Pierce fan. Yeah, me neither. You know, she sings about Michael Ray one more time. I may have to just block her on everything. Um, <laughs> you 
You know, her songs are the same. They're just a different way of saying it every fucking time. Yeah. Like, change it up, bud. Yeah, we get it. We get it. He, he broke your heart. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? So then, so we went in there to see Old Dominion, right? Which, you know, in my head, I'm going, you know, why are they opening? Why are they playing before Dan and Shay? Right. Like, I think they're a little, you know, a little bit bigger, but that's just my head, right? right. They were phenomenal. You know, a lot of fun came out, had a good time with us. Um, and then Dan and Shay came out. That guy, they blew me away. Did they? Blew me away. Um, wow. I, I mean, was not expecting that. So Shay, Shay's hair is an <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But they were, I mean, Dan, am I saying that right? Is Dan the one with the hair? and Shay, Dan's mean. the singer and Shay's the, uh, the guitar player harmon, I harmonics no guy? I have no idea. I'm not a but, huge Janet Shea guy. Dude, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, the bass player. Let me talk about the bass player for a minute. He had it was basically a metal bass player. He was long hair, just flipping flipping his hair back and forth, just a lot of energy. Um they look like they were having so much fun. Like I'm I'm a fan of some of their music, yeah. not all of it. I'm a fan of it all now. I mean, they really? live show. They were yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, they were. Really, I love really when that happens. When you see a band that you think is, you know, you're like, eh, whatever. But I and also then, love a good vocalist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hold on. Yeah, and they Big have rock. the vocals. That's for sure. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Oh, he's so good. Speechless is probably one of the, I would argue, one of the best love songs in the last seven, eight years. I don't like that song. What? I loved it at the show live. I think it's overplayed. Oh yeah. Um, it's First you know, time I heard it was at a wedding. I didn't even know it was Dan and Shay. You know, I like uh, "All to Myself" is one of my favorites. Like that, that album was really good. But, um, but yeah, and then uh, you know, Kenny came out. He does this weird thing with his hand. Kenny. Yeah, when he's on stage, you ever seen it? What? Like he, he goes like this with his left hand. Oh like, yeah. All yeah, the yeah. time. All the time. It almost looks like a. I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to say a Hitler march, but yeah. he, uh, it's just, it's awkward. But, yeah, I mean, that's what he's is. been doing forever. It works right. for him. Right. You know, it's almost like it. the, like he's trying to like pump up the crowd oh, that's yeah. already pumped up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, he could literally just stand in one spot for two hours and nobody would give a shit. Right. I mean, great showman. I mean, we were right up to him. We were, in, you know, like I said, we were probably three rows from the stage, that's from awesome. one of the tees on the stage. Um, what else? There was a uh, the, the sand pit. You know, let me let me talk a little about the sand pit because <laughs> if you haven't gone to a, a show, a Kenny show, if you or if you went to the Kenny show, the sand pit was an absolute mess. All right. So first of all, we were standing from about 4:35 o'clock till 11:30. Right. Right. So you're standing the whole time. Now, ouch. For a 40 41 year old man, it's a long it's a long ass. <laughs> my, my legs are killing me. Yeah. All right, like your back and your legs. It's like I could do this when I was 22, not now. But then everybody's drunk down there, and all the young kids are just starting fights. Right. You know, like my wife got called a, a c-word. Really? Or she? Well, she gave it right back to her. Good. Well, yeah. Um, and that, you your know, wife's. Uh, at that point, I it's like, fuck with your hello. Wife. If you do that, and there's a guy around, guess what? I have to get involved. Now. Right. Right. But she took care of herself. She's a she's a tough tough broad. She um, is. But like, yeah, it's just people just get 
messy and pissed if you leave to go like to the bathroom right. and get a drink right. and you come back like hey that's our spot yeah that's my spot they don't let you in right <laughs> and then people get pissed and like let me in i was in here before and there's no reasoning at that point it's just i'm right. gonna fight because i'm yep. wrong and at that point you're like hey, you know what i'm good yeah so we didn't pee probably for three hours because we didn't want to lose our touch right, right. <laughs> um yeah but then you know show was phenomenal i had a good time you know we probably would have liked a a seat at some point yeah um but you know will i go again i don't know for that, for that kind of money right. i don't know right you know, it's funny. It's one of those things. We didn't go this year, and it was the first time we hadn't gone since my wife and I had been seeing each other married, whatever. So the last time Kenny was here was the year we got married, so four years ago. How's the wind in the mic, by the way? I have no idea. We might be lo- We might not have any content. Yeah, we <laughs> might. the wind is howling. The wind is... That's why I'm kind of trying to move around. I know. Uh, I'm trying to block it, like, with yeah, my hat. with the... But anyway. But so, listen, I'm trying to catch some big bass, all right? Big, so, big bass. So we, uh, God, I'm really curious on how this sounds, actually. Do you want to stop it and find yeah, out? Yeah, I to check it Yeah, out. do it. Then we'll, uh, all right, we're going to pause. Then we'll continue. Hey, everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at the afterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. I'm going to record. All right, so we're back. We were talking about Kenny. Um, I think that's... I don't I don't have much more to say about Kenny Chesney. No, I don't either. Uh, I mean, good show. Good, uh, you know, it was a... Long ass day. Yeah. All right. I don't know where we cut off, but I caught a fish. Russell's caught a fish. All dinks, though. No biggins. No biggins yet. No biggins. In a lake to be named later. Lake to be named later. (laughs) So, um, (coughs) what else we got? We got a lot. We actually have a lot to talk about. We do? Um, huh? We do? No, I don't know. (laughs) Um, we've been talking so much in between that we probably should have just been recording. I know. That it is what it is. So um, we've talked about Kenny. We've talked about the wind country music. We've talked about Nima. Yeah, uh, I mean, we didn't get into the weeds with them, but uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm in like on the show. Them. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, they're they're good. Last thing I'll say about both those organizations is, you know, they're they're organizations that promote the Northeast music, right? Whether it's local or or. Um, or national, you know what I mean? So, it's, I, I, I consider that positive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll complain about it every once in a while, but yeah. I, still can, I still think it's positive. So, I'll, let's talk, can we talk about the fishing aspect of this? Can, yeah. All right. I'd love to do that. I so, could talk for three hours on that stuff. Oh, well, we don't want to bore anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, outside of music yes. and your nine to five what what is this aluminum fishing series thing that you do so this is a fun little thing that i started god i want to say 2011 maybe no 
That's way too far. That's way too long ago. That's more music stuff. When the hell did I start this? Uh, maybe it was 2015, 16. Um, just as a small local club. I've been doing tournament fishing up in New Hampshire for probably 20 years or so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just a kind of a natural progression into kind of branding my own trail and series uh, for, you know, specific types of boat owners that I saw kind of a niche for. And, you know, it started with just a small club in New Hampshire. And now we're in seven states. We hold about, I think this year we had about 60 events. Um, you know, throughout the year, gave away about $40,000, 40 or $50,000 in prize winnings. Um, yeah, just a fun little hobby. Yeah. Another little hobby of mine. So it's funny to think about, think about the hobbies that I got. We got fishing and we got music. Yeah. One of them is late night. One of them is early mornings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes it, it, uh, it disturbs the, the personal and family aspect of life. But, uh, you know, my wife's been phenomenally supportive, maybe more than she should be, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, it's just, it just keeps me happy. Right. And busy. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's it's funny. We were talking about our our wives and our significant others earlier about their support. And, you know, I, I kind of, I'm in that same boat with this. You know, my wife gives me way more support than she should when it comes to this, you know. And I know I, I talk a lot about my wife every now and again on shows and, you know, to a point where you know, I think I've pissed her off a little bit about it. <laughs> um, you know, because I've always famously told the story about how I've, how I got into this. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't like that story. She doesn't like that I tell that story. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I, I just, I just like to be honest. You know, she, she says that it makes her look like, like a, like a bitch and she's not at all. Nah, I don't think it did. Um, you know, cause I, so we were in the Nashville Voyager a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but um, well, by the time this comes out a couple months and I told that story and you know they they asked me about the trials and tribulations of this show yeah and you know i was honest you know i at the end of last year you know i put a lot of things on the back burner yeah you know whether it was my job whether it was my family and you know <sighs> it sucks that those things happened you know would i change it looking back maybe yeah you know, but like at the same time, you know, it doesn't just, dis- I don't know, I'm probably going to sound like an asshole saying this, but, um, you know, it's sacrificing some of those things has allowed this to become what it's become. True. You know, true. It, you I mean, know, we all, we're, we're all playing that, that game of, you know, what's too much. Right. Um, you know, some people have to stop because it becomes too much yeah um or they lose what they love and so. you know there, there was a lot of times where we almost stopped the show altogether. there was a lot of times really oh yeah yeah especially at the end of last year you know when we were still new yeah you know at this point i don't know that we could just stop i mean I'm, we yeah. could yeah we could right but yep. yep you know i know what you mean but yeah 
But yeah, so so That's... if you've ever had this thought of, you know, if you're listening to this show and you hear my stories and you think my wife's not supportive, it's very much the contrary. She's so so much more supportive than than I deserve. That's for sure. Yeah, we got to get her and uh, my wife in a room doing whiskey shots. Yes, yes, we and then, do. Then ask them the real questions. Oh God, no, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, well, that'll be an episode all yes, of itself. Exactly. Um, the wives edition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boots and boots and whiskey. <laughs> B and W wife real housewives edition. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's it. That I, got, could, I want dibs on uh, on the branding. That's the um, real housewives of boots and whiskey. Yeah. That'll that'll be next summer in New Hampshire kind of thing. <laughs> oh shit. That's funny. Um <coughs> So what is your plan now I know this is we're going way all over the place. What yeah, is your well, plan yeah. with this aluminum fishing series? Like is your goal to be in all fifty states? I don't think I could ever get into all fifty states. Um Is that because of <sighs> logistics? Is that because of um the nature of what what this is I think there are states that are harder than others to do bass tournaments in okay so I'm trying to find the ones that are relatively easy for the lowest cost okay. if that makes sense yeah yeah um, but have the biggest turnouts right so you know I know for a fact California is very difficult to get into so that's probably a state I'll stay away from um, you know, but eventually, if I end up getting into, you know, a few more states, I may need some help with this thing. You right. Know? Like I'm, I'm flat out as it is. Um, you know, I'm trying to get some new website stuff going on. Uh, but it's all in spare. It's spare time. You know right. what I mean? You know, would I love to do mus- uh, music and then, you know, fishing and then music on, as a, and on the side? I'd love to do that. But you know, it's it's not in the cards right now and. Uh, I'm just trying to tread water with both and yeah. have the and have a full time job. Right, right. So, right. Look at this. Look at that fish. That's a little friggin'. And he's gonna eat my. That is tiny. Oh my yeah, god. Right. That was little. I wish this was like. I wish we had video of this. I don't. No, I don't either. Showing my secrets, whole, man. Don't show my. Look, there's a turtle right there. That's a whole. Oh yeah. It's kind of buried. That's a whole different avenue of this that I. We've thought about getting into is the uh, the video stuff and I just don't know if I have it I don't think you need it right now no. to be honest with you no so maybe maybe at some point you know how Rogan does the uh, his podcast with yeah. a video on Spotify as well yeah. yeah I think that'd be a cool thing to do but yeah but you'd have to be in person to do right it. right those would be those would be in person ones right. for sure which I think would be fun yeah yeah I think the way he does his podcast is really cool yeah so I do too it's pretty looks like it's a pretty easy setup yeah um I don't have a Jamie, though. True. I am Jamie. I am Joe. Correct. Sometimes I'm the guest. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, uh, I love the fishing stuff. You know, if I wasn't having my own trail, I'd be, you know, fishing tournaments every weekend. Nice. If I could. And hopefully now, my, my kid's going to be doing it with me, uh, too, because he, he seems to love it. So. Yeah, that's good. Now, do you, when you put on a tournament, are you eligible to fish in it as well? Of course. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm basically the bank that holds the money for everybody. Gotcha. Right. So people have to trust me to not run away with it. Right. Right. Have you ever won any of your own tournaments? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I've uh, I've done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. 
we got a lot of sticks in my league now though like early on it was a lot of guys that hadn't been doing much fishing um you know new new to tournaments yeah and you know i kind of knew a little bit more about more than those guys about fishing so i i'd kind of i'd win a little bit of those um but there's a lot of good fishermen around man so you got you got to have some luck and uh and a big one every day yeah today the big one is eluding us yes i'm gonna have to go back there and check that out So we listened back to a little bit of this, and the wind's not hindering our conversation, so that's good. Yeah, we're just, we're in a tunnel right now. We'll, we'll get out in about two minutes. Huh. So for those of you listening, I've never done this sort of thing before. This bass fishing, you know, <laughs> on like a boat and with a professional. I've fished. I'm not like an invalid, but... So here, here's what I want to do. All right, Jim, you got to help me with this. Lay it on me. Your guests. Yep. I will take them out fishing if they come up here for a show. Oh, we should do that. All right. I will take them fishing. All right, just think about it. Yeah, that'd be a, that's a great marketing thing. Come out uh, here. I know. Fish. Do an episode on on the water. I think that would be phenomenal. That would be because you, you know, especially with the national acts, man. Every one of them fish, right? Every one of them. There's a story. Actually, I got a story for you. Okay. So, you know, I think it was a year ago, a year or two ago. I started reaching out anytime I saw a national coming through, either at Guilford or. You know, uh, Great Woods, Tweeter Center, whatever the heck that's called now. Um, I'd re- you know I'd email, and say hey, from you know from my business account, and say, you know I have a tournament. If you have some free time, you know come on out. You know I'll show you. And I usually catered it towards the the national acts that I knew loved to fish. Right. right? So Luke Bryan was one of them, and um, Jimmy Allen was another. And Jimmy Allen's team actually got back to me. And we actually had a plan to fish together. I got him, um, like, I, I gave him the hotel recommendation that was right down the street from my house. I told him when to, when to fly in, you know, what time I'd be picking him up in the morning. Um, and this thing was solid. This plan was solid. Okay, like, I got his, you know, I got his phone number. I don't know if it's the same one anymore. This is almost right before he blew up. Yeah. And, you know, I woke up that morning, and we were actually, funny, we were actually fishing here uh, for my, my own Massachusetts tournament. And wake up that morning, and I, get, I, I had a text from him saying, hey, my flight was delayed. I'm not getting in until real late. And this was, you know, the previous night. I just didn't get it because I was asleep. Um, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but what time, you know, maybe I'll Uber out there. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, this is the address, right? He ended up ghosting me. Oh. Ghosting me. Like, I was so excited. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to be fishing with Jimmy Allen. Yeah. Right? And he was, 
I think we were playing. Uh, it wasn't the Marshfield Fair, but it was on the Marshfield Fair. I think it was a South Shore Country Festival a couple okay. of years ago. Yeah, where Jimmy Allen was here. Um, and you know, in my head, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna be fishing with this guy. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I'm gonna, you know, ask him a bunch of questions. Um, you know, see what he's up to. Maybe have some sort of like video content for it. You know, and uh, he never shows up. So now I question whether I was even ever talking to his to his team, right? Right, right. Like I could have been talking to Joe Schmo, who was just fucking playing, playing, praying jokes on me. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was the the story of how I almost went fishing with Jimmy Allen. So <laughs> I almost went fishing. I almost just dunked Jim into the water. Yeah, you did. I was just went um, ass over tea. <laughs> so you know, Jimmy, if you ever listen to the podcast, you owe me a fishing day, buddy. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. There's there's a we've had a few um, a few almost as well with this show. Talk to me. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we were supposed to everything was up to plan. We were gonna we were gonna take the trip up to Maine and um, see Cameron Marlowe. Oh yeah, yeah. And we had a whole we had an interview set up with him. As you know, my my contacts had gotten the green light everything was good to go yada 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 nice and then a couple of days before the show it was the uh the conversation was pulled oh man didn't did not happen we're supposed to have dinner with him and you know all this awesome awesome shit i was super excited and then i like him he's good i do too yeah he's really good continue and um you know we'll get we'll get cameron marlowe on this show eventually it's gonna happen it'll happen um, but yeah, it was it was kind of like my first real experience of an artist that I had lined up just not fall through. Yeah, not happen. So did they give you a reason? Um, no, nope, nope. The uh, management just you know, I get the TM was on board. Everybody, everybody on his local camp was on board, and then management, I guess, got wind of it and said no, not happening. For for whatever uh-huh. reason, could, you know. Are you assuming that management got a hold and can put the kibosh on it? Um, kind of. Okay. Kind of, and I only say that because I know the tour itself and everybody else was on board. You know. Because you never know if he got like right some other opportunity the management thought was better. Yeah, it very well could be. Right. Yeah. Like that's where I go to first. It's like absolutely. Right, well, I mean, they, they are a big name. They're yeah. Start, or they're starting to be big names, right? So, right. Where was he playing? Was he playing Aura? No, he was playing Eric's Church. Oh, okay. In Maine. Damn. My kid would have loved to have seen that one. And, um... But, you know, that same weekend, we saw him open for uh, Hardy and Morgan Wallen. So, that's I right. mean, I still got to see him. Yep. So, I guess it was like a win-win. Yeah, that's pretty good. We, we've been super fortunate here with some of the some of the artists we've been able to get. And, you know... And, Who's been your favorite? Who's been my favorite? Yeah. Oh shit! I can't say you. That because that looks yeah, well, that yeah, looks biased. Yeah, you can't say um. God. You know. Had, you know what's coming afterwards too. I'm gonna ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah I know what's coming after. So my favorite. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I, got, I got my favorite. While you're thinking, you want me to tell you mine? Yeah, tell me mine. Tell you. Tell me yours. Ugh. Jr. The handler. Yeah, Jr.'s been. I was gonna say that, but you asked artist. He's not an artist. Uh, favorite guest. I okay. Guess, yeah. 
So my favorite guess is probably Jr. Yeah, he was for a lot of reasons, and I'll tell you why. But go ahead. He was just interesting to listen to. Yeah. How he got into it. Yeah. He, he didn't want to get into it. No. And now he's been doing it for how long? A long time. Yeah. I mean, he was John Party's guy for a while. Yeah. He was just saying he was like, I think from what I remember, it went. The, the conversation went. Yeah. I mean, it's. I went to a. Was he the frat? Was it a frat? He was somewhere, and they were like, "Hey, you look like you'd be good at this." Yeah. Come, hey, why don't you just come on, come on tour with us? Because he needed a job or something. He's like, "Hey, we'll find something for you to do." <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, I would have loved to have had that happen to me yeah. when I was twenty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, you know what? You look like you need some money. You strapped for cash. Well, you know what? Come on tour, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll find something for you to do. Yeah. Wait. What? Right. Right. Jesus. You know, right place, right time yeah. situation for him. And yeah. he seems like a very cool, genuine dude. Yeah. <clears throat> now, it, for, and he, you know, he's got a lot of spotlight on him. You know, he's going to, you know, I mean, to be the TM for, you know, really, if you ask me, probably one of the most underrated country artists in the genre right now, even mm-hmm. though he had a number one hit two weeks ago, as we're recording this. What was the, what was the hit? Um... With a woman you love, his Justin Moore's eleventh number one hit. Um, I find Justin Moore to be very underrated. Very yeah. underrated. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's do- he certainly doesn't get like the press that other people get. I mean, not around here anyway. I don't think. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jr. the Handler would was definitely one of my favorites. Um. You know, Jr. has been super kind to me and to the show, and um, you know, he's for for his status, right? He he texts back very quickly, yeah, very, yeah. You know, I'll shoot him a text about something, and it's you know, usually typically within the hour. I think that's that southern hospitality. It's yeah, just different down there. Yeah, it there. really is. It really is, and you know, it's. You know, but like, I don't know about you, but what, sometimes when you have these numbers for people, like, you also don't want to, you don't want to fucking uh, abuse the privilege, either. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes you want to. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, almost went over again. Yeah, careful, man. Son of a I'm bitch. I'm turning. I'm turning. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> um, now, I know what you're, I know what you're going to ask me next. Who's your worst? My worst. <laughs> um, oh, oh, get it, get it. Oh. So I have a. <laughs> so we've been doing. You can play the fifth man. This is this could be like James Corden's. Uh, what is it that that show where he eats? You eat something if you, if yeah. you don't want to answer. So if you don't want to answer, you can jump in the water. No, I'm not doing that. It's not warm <laughs> enough here today. Um, it's like an ice bath. It's good for you. So I have a couple of least favorites actually, um, and I think part of it is. How do I? So we've been doing. I'm gonna start it with this. We've been doing flashback Fridays, right? Where we, you know, send it back to older episodes that, you know, I thought were pretty good or wanna. You you almost have to as a blogger or uh, podcast person because right they get. They get, you, they get lost. They get they lost, get lost in the shuffle. So right. you got to bring them back to the forefront. You know, especially when you get new new audiences, right? right. You know, give give them the stuff to kind of digest again. Right. Um, so I'll say one of my least favorites was 
this she's very sweet, right? This girl out of London or out of England. Her name's Belle Velvet. Um, she's young though. She's got a lot to. She's got a lot to go through. Yeah. Um, she was one of my least favorites, and I I think a lot of it was connection problems. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I don't want to totally blame it on her. Okay. Um. And then. Um. Whenever I have a guest that's doing something else while they're talking to me, <laughs> those are the ones I don't like. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 well, I'm here with you, so it's different. Uh, I mean, fun. like, you know, like traveling or, you know, in a fucking airport. Like, yeah, yeah. come on. Like, if you can't... Just trying to get it done right, you know, quickly. Right. And, like, you can tell. Like, I've had, you know, I've had conversations with people that are in airports, and I'm like, listen... Like, we can reschedule this. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, if people are traveling and they have a good connection, I don't give a shit. Um, but, yeah. You know, I've had a guest that it's like, oh, sorry, I'm on my way home from band practice. And it's like... Oh, Jesus. Come on. Yeah, let's, um, take, let's take a seat. Yeah. Have a seat. Oh, hold, hold on. Hopefully don't... I don't fall over in the boat. If you hear a splash, that's... Uh, that's our cue. Uh, uh, uh. See if we can find a good spot. So yeah, but yeah, so I've had some some really good ones. I've had some not so good ones. Um, I've had ones that have surprised me too. Yeah, like really surprised me. Because um, I mean, this is a hundredth episode. You want to be hundredth episode. You know, we got to talk about you know how you think it's gone. And I think this is a good way to do it. Right? I think it's gone well. Who surprised you the most? Who has surprised and, me the most? And why? Um, who has surprised me the most? Um, Creed Fisher. He's a artist out of Texas. Yeah. Um, he's my st- he's he's the kind of style of country music that I really really enjoy. Okay. Um, but so his people came to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to, you know, can we have Creed on the show?" And I was like, "Sure." You know, I liked what he he- liked what I heard. Yada yada yada. Yeah. And um, come to find out, he's like a big deal. Like down in that red dirt Texas seat. Like a big deal. So when like those numbers came back to me, I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like, yeah. um, so that he surprised me a lot. Um, this artist out of Texas as well, Brandy Balin, she surprised me. Um, I thought her episode was going to do a lot more than it did. Okay. But we also ha- didn't have a ton of time either. I would love to have her on again. Okay. Um, because I think she has a voice. She has a, you know, she has a following. I think she has what it takes. But um, I would love to get deeper into her conversation. Okay. Okay. Than we were able to get to. Fair enough. So for the ones that you've listened to, which ones haven't? Aren't you like the biggest fan of? Because I like to hear from people that have listened. Minus being my friend and a, you know. Uh. Whatever. I, I want to hear what you have to say. Some of the ones that I've heard early on were where I kind of shut them off were the ones that I'm just going to say weren't, weren't as interesting as I kind of wanted them yeah, to be. Yeah, that's fair. Right? So if, if there's really not a, a fun aspect to it, if yeah. it's just kind of going through the motions of all the same interviews that you know you hear every friggin' day right. where well I I got into music because you know I, I started when I was really young yeah and, yeah 
you know, up and then I and then I just had to learn an instrument. And I was singing. I've been singing my whole life and all that stuff. Right. It's like, like okay, yeah, all right. Get like we got. You got to do something else. Do something right. else. Um. And you know, while while all that stuff is great, like if you get over that, get over that hump first. Like get it quick. Right. Like if you if you have a st- a small background story, tell it, but tell it quickly. Right. Move on to the fun stuff. Right. Um. But that's my preference. Yeah, no, that's that's my preference. That's mine too. Um, the what about the what about the girl? Uh, did you ever post that podcast of the girl that went nuts on you? No, he didn't. No, I've never done it. I've thought about it. I've <sighs> thought about it just releasing it just to just to say fuck it, and one see if she she if she ever noticed. Yeah. Or two, just just for. Because that, that would have been interesting. But, like, see, like, the thing right. is, is... Even though she probably wouldn't have let you, right? She didn't let you. Um, so, for those of you that don't know the story, because a lot of you don't... <laughs> uh, actually, no, no, none of you, except for, I think, Russell and maybe, like, three or four other people know this story. Uh, was I supposed uh, to bring that up? No, that's fine. So, early on in this show, we had a guest on who I'll put... I'll make nameless uh, for, for, <laughs> for maybe legal reasons. Um... And I'm sure she doesn't follow this show at all. I, she wanted as little to do with me as possible. So we had a great conversation. I thought it was a great episode. We we talked about a lot of things. Like I didn't agree with her on. She didn't agree with me on. But we had we could have some sort of a conversation about it. Um, now, long story short, not a bad episode. Um, we had talked on. I don't even know what day it was. But a day or two later, um, you know, she she dove deep into her life, whether it was about, um, you know, uh, being a lesbian, being married at one point, mm. not being, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much telling the whole episode, so I might as well have put it out one day. Um, you know, <laughs> things with, things about sexual assault, and again, very, very serious, not to be, um, you know, taken lightly, lightly subjects. And a um, couple of days later, um, for those of you that follow no i'm a big morgan wallen supporter through through and through so i had put out a post and i put hashtag free morgan Mm -hmm. now she didn't say anything to me about it nobody you know a couple of the locals did because we're in a very liberal area but that's neither here nor there again just to just preface this was around the time of morgan wallen controversy right 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 so i think we all know what controversy that that right right we don't need to Right, and it's water under the bridge. So I release her episode on a Tuesday, and all well and good, it's out there. Um, and then the episode gets released, and I get this diatribe of a message <laughs> on Instagram saying, "You know, I can't believe you didn't let me know that this was happening. You know, a heads up would have been nice because I don't want." this episode released i don't want to be um i don't want to be associated with you somebody that is oh what did she call me uh um, i don't remember the word i don't remember the word uh but in short i was a racist and uh homophobe and all these other things um chauvinist and you know whatever whatever the, the list goes on yep so yeah, hold on one second. um I'm you gonna, know we I'm were in, our... in one spot hold on one okay i just want to stop freeze Rolling you about this boat, you can go like this. Hold on. We're that's, just... That's we're, just going to stay right... We're leveling off the boat at the moment. So, long story short... I mean, I've said that probably four times now. Um, 
it took the episode down. And we were in our infancy enough where, like, really, this sort of thing could have sunk us completely. And, um, you know, and it's like, it went everything in my soul and my creed to, like, take this down. Because I'm one of those people who are like, well, you know, like it. Too fucking bad. Like, this is what you, you know, you knew what this was going to be going into it. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, we were still so new that it was... I think if that sort of thing happened now, I'd be like, oh, fuck it. Honestly. True. You know? I agree. But, but I also... You know, go ahead. I think... You know, me and my wife had the conversation about it. Because I tell her everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, this is the secret. But, um, it was almost as if she was feeding a false narrative to make it about her, too. Right. Right. And that's what... That's what irked me about it. Right. And that's when I, I wanted you to post it, but right. I know you didn't. But, you know, it's... She has her opinion. You yes, guess. and that's fine. And, you know, maybe one day we will release it secretly through something. Not secretly, but, you know, not not make a big deal about it because, you know... Um, so, technically, this would be a he- episode 101 if that was out there. But it's not, so this that's is right. episode 100. That's right. Um... True. <laughs> good point. So you know what? Good thing you didn't. All right. You know what? <laughs> I don't know if I could have done this in September. Um, <clears throat> or not, or August. I mean. But so yeah. So you know, it's it's one of those things where you know we haven't been shy of controversy. I guess. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's okay. You know, right now we're killing it. So, and I know that sounds, you know, probably sounds very egotistical, but. No, but yeah. that's that's your benchmark. Right. You know, if you don't think you're killing it, why would you continue? Right. So, you can you I don't hold you against saying that at all. Like if uh, in Scarlet Drive, I think we're doing a real a fantastic job right now. You know, I think we're falling behind a lot of people, but um cuz we don't gig as much. Yeah. But in the end, I don't really care. I think we're doing what we need yeah, to do. Yeah, I you know, to to maintain our lives. Yeah. To ma- to keep creating. And, you know, hopefully put on some different kind of shows next right. year. Right. Right. Now, back to this episode in question. You're Please. the only one other than me to have ever heard this episode. Mm-hmm. Ever. I'm not even sure I still have it. I'd have, I'm going to have to look back <laughs> and see. Um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nice. I'm glad you brought this up. Because, yeah. like, parts of every now and again, I forget about it. Well, that's the behind the scenes that people don't know. It's right. It's like the fun stories about having a podcast. You're going to have episodes that you're like, wait a minute, what? And you had one early on, which is kind of fun. Right. You know, right. You had to deal with that kind of that kind of stuff pretty early. I'm yeah. surprised you haven't had more of that. To be I honest. am too. But, but I think it also has to deal with, you know. With the amount of personalities you're dealing with. You right. Know? And But I also we also deal with a genre that doesn't give a fuck, I think. You know where it's, it it has a it has a sense of rough and rugged and you know do do you think a lot of leave it leave me alone kind of kind of but do you think of a lot of it is people not wanting to stir up anything maybe right because they know it's a public platform so maybe. they're going to be PC about it yeah you, you know, know like we, I don't care right so I'll, I'll I'll talk about anything because it's interesting and right. it's basically just a a, a conversation between us that right. I don't really care if people hear it or not right. you know what I mean well, like, and that's how I want people to be mm-hmm. you know perfect example like at 
the point this comes out, you know, we had Chris Cagle on, and if you listen to that episode, you know, for as big a name as Cagle is, he said a lot of things that I never thought in a million years I hear him say. Really? Out loud. Well, he might he might have a bigger platform. He might be at the point where he doesn't care. Right. right. But I think you that's know, where you're at. at right now, too. Right. Me, too. Like, right. I, I don't care. Right. Like, if someone's going to hate me, I don't really care. Right. Um, you know, we just continue to do what we do because we know we're doing well. Right. Right. You know, and it's... Nobody's going to pull us down, baby. Right. No. You know, and, you know, I, I was in the politics game for a long time, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago when things weren't the way they are now and it was a little more level-headed. Um, like, I also, this isn't a political show, though, either. You know, like if right. somebody... We had a guest on a couple weeks ago, a month or two ago now, and, you know, my father listens to all of them and he was even like, you might have wanted to either A, not put that one out or put a disclaimer out. Really? Yeah, because there's a lot of things that were talked about that <sighs> kind of agree, kind of didn't agree, kind of just like, let them go. You know, because that's, that's, that's what I a, wanted to. Yeah, that's... Just let them go. As a host, you have to do a, a good job of right. facilitating that. Right. Right? You know, and I... Show anybody off right, if no, they I, want to talk because it's, right. it's their opinion, not, not yours. You right. just have to be there to listen because I you know I tell I tell my guests all the time say what you want mm-hmm. you know this doesn't have to be safe for work it can right. be you know be you uh, whoever that is be you and um yeah that that guest was her through and through <laughs> <laughs> like she did not oh, hold God. that yeah um, yeah so it, it, that was interesting it was interesting because I got a lot of comments it's it hasn't actually been listened to a lot <laughs> you know? okay okay which um I think people got into it and then was like, no. Which, I mean, that's that's ultimately on her, you know. True, and and you can't, you can't filter that. Like, no. You can't. If I were ask to... people to filter that out of their lives, no. that if they're a political person or if they they want to discuss left or right or whatever they right. want to do, you can't be the one to say no. You can't do that because then you're you're pigeonholed in, in a specific area right. where you, now your guest list potential guest list is right. now cut down right. like you have to be you have to be open to everybody and anybody yeah but that doesn't mean you have to post the episode right and like that's the thing I'm starting to th- you know when I when I start to reach out to people or people reach out to me I think we're gonna start putting that in the in the thing be like listen this is what we're doing at the end of the day, if we feel like it's suitable for air, we'll, we'll put it out there. But, like, that's also, I don't want to, you know, how do I toe that line without scaring people away, too? Like, we could have a great conversation, don't. but, right. Don't. Right. Say you'll post everything. Right. You know, it's, if it's controversial, it may get, it may get views. Right. It may get listened. You know what I mean? Um, and. It can be controversial. That's that's the beauty of a podcast platform, right? You can do whatever you want. Right. Um, so keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're doing well. You know, I, I think, think it, you're doing well. You know, I'm so worried about, right now, I'm so worried about the timetable about things. Where, like, if I record an artist or an episode in September right now, you know, that might not come out till October. Yeah. It might not come out till November. You know, yeah. it depends on... That's why I never tell my guests, like, listen, if we get on tonight, like, you know, because a lot of a lot of it is, hey, I've got a new song coming out this week. Can I be on the show? It's like, sure, you can be on the show, but it might not air for two months. Right. So, 
so mentally again for me we know this is gonna we know when this is gonna air right you know right and, and specifically right you know with, with the announcement that'll right. come a little later but um yeah that, that's a tough one to do yeah but that's that's not on you no that's on someone else right so I wouldn't worry about that right but yeah so yeah it's been a it's been a very interesting year to say the least yeah but it's been a good one man it has been it's been a good one it has been you've had some good guests yeah some fun stories met a lot of people yeah I've met a lot of people a lot of people I never thought I'd get to meet yeah you know and yeah. th- from all walks of life too anybody you're excited about for season four um four, yeah, four. Yeah, so this is kicking off season four. Yep. Anybody else? Anybody um, you're truly excited about? I mean, I'm excited about everybody. You you can't announce that yet, can you? Um, you're gonna keep that from me. Is that gonna be offline? It might be. Um, okay. So right. who we have lined up are all you know. I'm, I'll tell you this for season four, as of right now, today, as this, as we're talking, um, for big artists, we don't have anybody lined up at the moment. Because a lot of those just kind of come out of nowhere. True. Um, and you almost have to make right. time for them. Right. Because if they want to be on, that's good reach for you right. and that type of thing. It's yeah. kind of like the Chris Cagle episode. I know yep. we're going to probably keep going back to that because it's so fresh as we're talking. Yep. But, um, you know, I had a whole other episode lined up for that for the week that it came up. I had to get bumped. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Yep. You know. Um, so it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, we had... For the things that we've recorded from this point that we're talking, um, we've got some good good people coming out. Um, by the time this comes out, Joe Peters will be out. Um, he was a lot of fun. Okay. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back after you listen to this one and take a listen to that Sounds one. Sounds good. Sounds that, good. It was fun. Um, but yeah, coming up, we got some. We got our. We're looking to do, and I'll I'll give you some insider baseball as as I like to call it now. <laughs> Um, ripping that off from the Justin Moore podcast. Okay. But yeah. um, I think we're going to start reaching out to other people in the industry that have similar platforms and have conversations. Okay. About what they're doing, how they do it. Um, you know, we've made some really good friends with, um, you know, people all over the place. So, like, just to kind of give them a different reach, give me a different reach, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. We okay. might do it. It's not set in stone. Um, we've had some conversations with people. So, you know, maybe I, do it like a round table kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm for it because yeah. it's different. Yeah. Right. So get as many artists as you can, get as many people in the industry as you can because you're going to get different perspectives on right. everything. Right. And some of those, get some producers on there. Yeah. Mix engineers, I think those would be a lot of fun to talk to because they they see the side of things that people don't see. Yeah, right. Um, maybe even some like session guys that. Yeah, I, I think you can go a lot of way different yeah. ways with it, and just yeah. just have some conversations with some cool um, people, but also some people that have seen some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. That'd yeah. be the fun stuff. You can get them to open up. We um, we're also going to start pushing the whiskey stuff in twenty three, so we got some we got some big things that we're going to announce next okay. year that. You, we've talked about. Yep, but, yep we have. But uh, mum's, a, mum's a word. We yeah. can't really say yeah. I signed an but, NDA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't yet, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be a big one for us. Yep, huge. Um, but we also, you want to get into it? Um, sure. Let's. Um, so we're going to pause. Okay, you want a commercial break? I want a commercial <laughs> break because so the reason why is that. Um, 
So for those of you listening on Dirt Road FM, this part of the conversation is not, you're not going to hear until tomorrow. Okay. Because we're announcing something specific tomorrow that we're going to be talking about. So I want you to come back more or less and listen to the episode again. Gotcha. Um, Understood. I'm thinking about the timeline now. You're right. Yeah. Yep. So, so for those of you listening on the radio, you're going to get a commercial break now at this point and (laughs) not a commercial break, but some music. And then we're going to, if you're not listening on the radio, we're just going to get into it. So hold. (laughs) Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Keeps us in one spot. I love it. I love it. So we're back. So we have... We. No. Russell has an announcement to make. Yeah. So, all right. So this has been in the works for quite some time. And I know we've... You know, a lot of people that we're friends with know we've been trying to do this for a while, which is... You know more more original show venues, right? And you know we've been working one in particular, you know, for probably four months now. I've gotten uh, hold dates on you know probably six or seven dates, but we finally locked one in, and we got a headlining show at Brighton Music Hall, and it is going to be February sixteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. All right, and this is this is a pretty big deal, and, and we're bringing Jim's coming on board with us. This is going to be a Boots and Whiskey Presents presentation. Um, no pressure. Oh, it's just—it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Um, you know, they gave us the full night. It's a Thursday night. Um, tickets will go on sale uh, the Friday after this episode airs. Um, so I believe that's the 21st of October. Can I say that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I mean, we locked down some artists that we're partnering with. We're going to be bringing in uh, Houston Bernard. He's got a phenomenal band, phenomenal act, great music. Yep. Um, and... We just asked Mr. Nick Casey from Rhode Island to step yeah. in and, and open the show acoustic for us. So we uh, we're planning a lot of stuff, man. And this this is a big deal because we're going to be playing songs we've we've never played live off our album. Nice. And we did that purposely. Yeah. Right? We don't want to just start playing all our songs everywhere. So then you know it's not really a special event for us. We want right. to make sure that people are coming out, they're seeing a show, a performance, and just having fun. Um, so, you know, details are, you know, about the actual show are, are pretty scarce right now. But, um, you know, look for that show announcement on social media. Look for the, the ticket sales. Uh, phenomenal venue. You know, this is a, a Crossroads Presents uh, venue. And, you know, it goes hand in hand with Paradise and House of yeah. And we kind of made this connection when we played with uh, the Cadillac 3 at the Paradise, uh, you know, last, last year, I think it was. So, you know, we're very excited about it. Got a lot of ideas. And uh, we're just excited that someone gave us a shot, you know, yeah. to put a headlining original right. show together. So. Yeah, and for those of you that are listening from outside of New England, Bright Music Hall is a, is a big deal. It's a it's a well known venue in the city. It's a well known venue, you know, in the circuit. You know, it's not just a, you know, 
Joe's Bar. Not not Joe's. I shouldn't say Joe's because Chicago has Joe's Bar, which is huge. It's huge, yeah. But, but like, you know, you know, like I was I was saying, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? But, yeah, <laughs> I can't even say Bill's Bar because is. there's it a has, Bill's Bar on Street. It's got a reputation. Yeah. Um and they don't typically do a lot of country right. bands here. No. Um, I know Maddie and Taya are playing there pretty pretty soon. Um although when this episode airs, they probably would have already played it. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, but whatever, doesn't matter. But you know, it's 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 definitely a way for us to get in with Crossroads. Yeah, you know, establish a relationship with original venues so we can do more of these down the road. Yeah, because that's that's what we're getting into. That's what we want to do. Um, you know, a lot of like, like I said, a lot of our time now is spent on creation. Um, you know, less about the cover stuff and three-hour gigs, uh, you know, with all covers. So, you know, we're, we're, we're making this music to play live, and uh, that's what we're going to fucking do. I love it. So. I love it. I'm excited to be on board with it. I think it's going to be a huge thing for, for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, with that said, so a lot of stuff that I want to talk to you about, I think it would be fun for this podcast, would be what do you look for? And everyone's opinion is different. Yeah. Right? But, you know, we're starting the early planning stage of the show. You know, what makes you go to a show? So that this, these are things that we need to think about as an artist. It says, okay, how are we going to sell tickets? Yeah. How are we going to get people in that door? Right. Right. I know it's it's really hard to go to some of these shows now. It's it's we're coming off of COVID. People right. are starting to get out a little bit more. But you know the the local industry from a ticket ticketed original show point of view has been a little lacking. Right. You know, so to speak. Um, so we want to make sure we're putting on a show and not just going up there, playing our songs and leaving. Right. Right. So we want to make it an atmosphere. Right. Um, you know, I'm trying to trying to pick a lot of people's brains about, you know, what makes them go to a show, what right. makes them get in the door, what makes them want to go to a show, even if they don't know a lot of the music. Huh. I mean, for me, what makes me go to a show is desire. I know that sounds, and, and I assume dumb. that means you know the you know the band you've listened to the music yeah. you like them and you want to go to the show because of them right. So we're we're fighting a double edged sword here because we need it's it's an Austin right? right and while our family and friends will will definitely you know will hopefully push that aspect of it and you know a lot of our social media fans and, and stuff like that will push that but we have to do something else. To get more people in the room, yeah, right. We we really want this to be successful. Um, you know, that's on us to to promote as much as we can. But we want to promote an atmosphere. We want to promote something that people are going to say, "Oh man, that's going to be an absolute blast!" Right. I, I want to do that. Right. You know. Right. So it's not just the music. It's it's atmosphere. It's yeah. It's you know. We hopefully do some giveaways. Maybe have you know some fun stuff go on. You know, during the show. Um, but it's all that that I think will set us apart after that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I think with the the lineup you have um, is a huge draw too. You know, cuz you're pulling from different, you know, your sound to Houston sound to Nick sound to just they're three very different sounds. Yep, yep. You know. Yep. And that was, you know, that was purposeful. Right. Um you know, it kind of helped that the three of us are all in one of your blogs, the right. top top uh, top 10, ten independent local artists, right? Yeah. So that was a that's a cool way to kind of promote uh, 
boots and whiskey and yeah. bring you guys on board. So it's it, it's all seamless in that yeah. in that aspect. Um, so I like that aspect of it. But now we just we gotta we gotta do something that sets us over the edge. It right. sets us apart from other acts. Yeah. You know? And I think there's. I mean, you could even break. You know, have uh, you know something in in your set. You know, I don't know how much time you'll have, but you know, we're gonna have an hour and a half. I think. Right. Well, you know. 45 minutes or so into it, you know, break it down for a song or two and bring Houston on board and do something you and him, you know, let the band take a break for a song or two. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like that. You don't like I that? I don't like that. Okay. Well then, fuck like, me then. Not, not <laughs> from a, not from a bringing Houston up, up or Nick up to do something, yep. but from a, maybe on a bigger stage you do that. Okay. I think Brighton, you get up and you rip the whole time. Right. Okay. Right. Um, because it's not established I'm, I'm enough weird. yet. Yeah, I'm odd. I, I, That's fair. In my opinion, when I've seen locals do it, it snoozes. Yeah, you know, and it's a good way. You know, I've always thought of a, of a performance where, and I've always been told, been told, you know, growing up in this business, sort of like in the early 2000s, so you're always told when you're putting a show together, you want to bring the audience up to start. Yeah. Then you want to kind of dip a little bit. Yep. Bring them down a little bit. Let them settle a little bit. And then finish with a bang. Yeah, and a lot of people use that breakdown as kind of your your lull, your right? Lull, to say, yeah. okay, we're, we're setting you up for the finale, ripper. Right. But we can do that with other music. We right. have we have slower songs that we don't typically play in a in a party set in a party setting like a bar, a, a club bar. That we can now do and you know incorporate into the show that makes it that much better. Yeah, you know and. That that's exciting to me. Um, I think you should get some pyro. I don't know if they let you. <laughs> Could you that like, would be fun though. Like, I'd try that. That's a lot. That would be a lot of uh, that'd be co- awesome. coordination though. Yeah, you'd have to find somebody who knows your cues. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. My bad. My bad. Check one. Check one. Good. Yeah. So you know, it's those are the things that, that that's the challenge that we have now is putting the show together like we've we've added the the artist that we we like to see and we think will be a successful bill yep and it's really on us to put a show together yeah. right it's not on Houston or Nick they're they're coming and they're they're going to lend their 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 voices and you know Houston's band is is so high energy yeah um you know it's going to be fun just to see them, but I think as a headliner, we have a higher responsibility to kind of put something different on right. um, that keeps people there. Right. Right. So, a lot of pressure that I put on myself to do it. Um, I'm sure. But it's it's going to be a party, and I just yeah. you know, I, I I'm interested to hear what makes people want to go out to a local show like this. Right. That without a huge name or a a known national artist right 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 Right. yeah it's a tough question it is a tough question it's a tough question because i mean even for us this is the first time we've been fortunate enough to be brought on to something like this you know so it's it's a i think it's a learning curve for all of us you know where you know let you know if this doesn't do what we hope it does it also gives us an opportunity for next time. True. And, the, you know, one of the reasons 
besides just wanting to, right? That brought you on board too was it adds that that country aspect right. to the show, even though we're we're kind of rock pop too. Yeah, yeah. But having that name, the Boots and Whiskey, I mean, you're you're very in the country realm. Yeah. Um, from a visibility point of view, if you go on to the Bright Music Hall site when the you know when uh, the show is announced, right. You know that's going to be a con- like a, a country pop rock show, right? Right. It's, right. it's that kind of yeah. It puts us in that realm, right? Which, you know, I think will get people's attention. Yeah. Um, if it was just Scarlet Drive with you know and uh, an image, you wouldn't necessarily know what it is unless you researched. Right. But throwing that tag on there gives us at least that point of view that uh, that people will know. Okay, this might be kind of a country right. show. This might be interesting. Then they go research. Right. right? So and we're gonna promote the hell out of it once it's you know it'll be. You know, I don't want to say daily. Actually, I think I think you have uh, some tickets to give away. Oh, we do. You will. Okay. You perfect. have some promotional tickets to give away. We'll we'll announce that uh, over the next, you know, within a month of when. The, yeah. You know this. So stay tuned. We'll have tickets to give away. Yes. Buy your tickets, but we'll have some to give away. If correct, <laughs> we'll do something fun. But you know, it's yeah, it's just adding different aspects to the game, man. It's, yeah. it's something I'm excited to do because I don't typically do this, and it's something I've always wanted to do. Um. And that keeps us busy. Yeah. So we don't have to perform. We don't have to play shows. Right. Right. Because we want that to be a dedicated performance. And we want to put so much time and effort behind the actual show that that we we're light on our schedule until right. then. Right. Right? Like we'll play we'll play in sixth ring on November fourth. Um, you know, kinda of keep our chops up and, and you know, play the venue and, and you know have a have a good time, I guess. Right. right. Um, but that's not an original venue right you know that's yeah that's a saturday night party they want they want the covers and you know we'll gladly rock whatever we can and uh you know and just continue to push this february 16th show which is yeah. going to be phenomenal and hopefully we'll, I, I think we're going to be you know partnering up with houston for some other ones too and, and you for some other venues that we're looking at right now yeah. just i don't know if by uh, you know october 18th that we'll have it um locked down but just know we're, we're looking to put some form of a uh, quote-unquote tour, air quotes, tour yeah. together uh, to, to play. Because we, we just we want to. At this point, we have enough music to do it. Right. So it just makes sense. Right. Now, how did the whole you and Houston thing decide? How did that come to be? <laughs> how did you guys go, hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna to do this together. I don't hold back. All right, so here's the truth. Here's the truth. <laughs> we hadn't selected anybody. All right, we we got we hadn't even gotten the date yet. All right, and Houston reached out to me. He just texted me, he, which he does out of the blue. I text him out of the blue every once in a while too because we love catching up. Um, I love that dude. Hilarious to talk yeah. to. Love him. He's yeah, great. he's awesome. Um, he sent me a text saying, "Hey, I'm looking to put together, you know, original, original shows because the club gigs are, are getting a little a little old." And I was like, yeah, I mean, we're interested. Yeah, let's keep us posted, blah, blah. And, you know, I said to him, I said, we're actually doing the same thing. You know, I currently have, I'm trying to get a hold on, uh, you know, a couple of days with Bright Music Hall to lock one down for a, a show in, in January or February. And he sends back a note, you know, sends a text, says, hey, I'd love to support. And that was it. We hadn't chosen anybody yet. Um, at the moment, at that moment... He kind of put me in a tough spot. Yeah. Because I would have felt bad saying no, but 
I had a conversation with my wife and some of the band members saying this actually could be really good. Right. Because his stuff is so good. Yeah. His band is. is so energetic and awesome. And his music is so much different than ours that it would be a perfect pair. Yeah. Um, so it took maybe half a day. My right. time's back. I'm like, done. So if, if you get a show where you're thinking, we'll support you. Um, and that's just, that's what the local scene does. I mean, if you, if you, if you're friends with people, have a show, have, have fun together. Right. You know what I mean? And then, you know, me and him going back and forth about the, the acoustic opener. And, you know, we had actually thought about, you know, adding another female to the bill, um, for an opener. Um, and we were looking at, you know, female, we had a couple guys, you know, we were looking at too, and just kind of thinking, all right, we need some, I hate to say it, but you need somebody who can sell tickets. Yeah. Who's a draw in Austin, which is a college area, right? A lot of colleges around that area, especially on a Thursday night. Um, you know, where our clientele may be hesitant to go into the city on a Thursday night. Right. Um, you know, we got to push that college allegiance some somehow in a, in a in a better light. So we were looking at someone a little younger, um, starting out. Had a few females in mind. Had a couple guys in mind, um, and ultimately. When you came aboard, when I asked you about it, and you were all about it, you had given me Nick's name, and I kind of put the ten independent artists together because I looked at that before you actually mentioned Casey because I knew I knew he was on it, um, and I said, you know what, that actually would be a, a good idea, because yeah. um, he also is very different, as very you good. mentioned. He's got a very old, very right. not old, I'd say a deeper, yeah, traditional very, style yeah, voice. Yeah. Um, but he's energetic, yeah, and he can he can, you know, hold a crowd just by himself yeah. with him and his acoustics. So, um, you know, I think he's pretty excited about the opportunity. I actually talked to him last night uh, to to lock him in. So, you know, the bill is set. It's it's going to be a hoot. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun show, and I think we got the right guys to do a pretty damn good job. Yeah, I do too. I think it's one of those shows where it's you know, it's different. And a good different, yeah. You know, because you know, if you follow the independent local scene, you know, you, you see a lot of the same thing, and you don't see this a lot. Which is what I'm hoping the draw. Right which is what I'm right. hoping the draw is. You know, I feel like we're a a dark horse, yeah, in a way, where you you don't see us a lot, but people. And this is just what I hope. <laughs> what I hope is the case. <laughs> Where people see the brand and the brand's recognizable enough to say, oh, yeah, they're, they, they've been around a while. They're, they're pretty damn good. Right. They don't play enough. Let's go see them. But when are they playing? Oh, they got a show in Brighton Music Hall. Let's, let's freaking go. Right. It's going to be a right. I think the, you know, I think playing the Brighton Music Hall as your own headlining, is that, that, that might be draw enough. Not enough. I hope, but I like, hope so. You know, it's definitely going to be a deciding factor, I think, for a lot of people. Where it's like, oh, shit, this band can you know, I be in this room. I hope. I, I just... My fear is that there's going to be people, like, we, we obviously have to push our crowd and our fans to it. Houston has to do, you know, push his fans to it. Nick has to push his fans to it. But there's also, I feel like there's an aspect of the show where the people that don't know, but like going to Brighton Music Hall, will go and look at the show list and see which ones they, like, visual or visibly stand out to them. Right. Right, right. Um, so we we have to push that as well to get strangers in the door, right? Because ultimately, I think we're going to need a bunch of people that don't necessarily see us or have seen us in the past out to that show to make it successful, right? 
Um, we want. I mean, that's another idea. I think the Bright Music Hall is going to open us up to a whole new slew of fans that didn't know us before. Right. Because I don't. I don't know if we have this cover band title on us. We have in the past. Right. I think over the last couple of years, we don't play enough to do to warrant that. But I still think people know that we do covers a right. lot of them and do cover shows. Um, but being an original venue. Right. I think people are going to be more up to go. Okay, right. let's go see what they got. Right, and you know, you know my feel, thoughts and feelings about original bands like yours doing covers. Yeah, not a. I I get it. Yeah, right. Not a fit. Not a fit. They're fun because people respond to them when right. they respond to originals. Of course, so of course, you get that energy. Like I get the you know I get the business side of it. You get the energy. Yeah, it's but, but, but yeah, it's tough. Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen you know, and I'm sure you might have to throw a cover or two in, into your set. Um just because of logistics or whatever but you know I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen you know a, a bill put together where the headliner is an independent artist local artist and then 90% of their set is covers mm-hmm. and it's like what are you doing right. like I get it again I get it but but that could be that could be multiple could be a lot of that could be many things right? okay, it I, could be right. the venue specifying because Covers are what keep people there right. if they're if they know them, at least what the, if the venue thinks right. that. Um, and it's it's kind of out of the artist's hands at that point. Yeah. You know, if the venue says, "Hey, you can't do this, you can't do that, or you're not playing," right? Come on, right? You're gonna have to. But, but I guess I I think my gripe is is you know, and I I've I've written in an article where, you know, you see, the headliner play all these covers, but the the direct support plays all originals, hmm. and the direct support. In my opinion, and my thought, my look had a much bigger reaction because it was all, "Hey, I've never heard this. Song. Hey, this is a great song." Well, what was the venue outside? Festival style. So festival style is is different because people there just listen and watch. Yeah, they're not there to party. Right. So that's a good way to. That's a good. It's a good show to get originals out right. there because now people are actually listening to it and not just want to hear familiarity. Right. But like if like in this kind of setting, I think if you came out and opened with "Beer Never Broke My Heart," I think I'd be pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But but on the other side of the coin, we get a bunch of college kids in there and we start with "Beer Never Broke My Heart." Right. It would be rocking. Right. And people are like, oh, this band's sick. But then right. we'd be playing covers in original venue. Right. That's a no-no. Right. Um, I mean, yes, we're probably going to incorporate a couple covers into it right. for fun. Right. Just like I think every national act does. Right. You could make it a medley. Point. Listen. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even uh, know that. Look at that. It's a... Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm so anal that I've already written the set list and it's awesome. all that stuff. So um, we're, 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 we're doing a cover, too. Yeah. Um, you know, part of it is to showcase Andrea because she doesn't have yeah. uh, a lot of leads for the originals, which we're starting to write more now. I think our our guitar players are writing songs for her right now, right. Um, or at least producing some. Um, I don't know if we'll have any ready for February, but um, so that's one reason uh, that because we really want to showcase her voice because she's she's a powerhouse. So um, and she's a nice person. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I mean that's. You know, and for that familiarity aspect to kind of like I like I said before, in a concert, you want to bring people down, and then kind of bring people up. Yeah, it's almost at that end of that 
show the the hump is almost all the way up there and you want to hit them with something you know familiar to keep them rocking a little bit right and they've, they've had a few beverages um and then hit them with an encore which i don't know if i'm sold on yet yeah like it's, is it kind of weird if we like right. end end the set walk off and then come back on for an encore i, <laughs> I think you'd have to gauge the room at the, i think that's going to be a game time decision like have it ready. I want I want to do it because I think it's a fun part of the show but yeah. we may have to do something different between the end of that and the encore right to mesh it all together to yeah. keep people there I think um, you'll figure it out but you're a true professional but yeah it's uh, yeah it, it's a lot and for an independent artist it's it's very hard it's a, it's a lot of work yeah. to do um, so you know, we're, we're excited to be able to have that opportunity to do it. And, you know, that's kind of pushing us towards potentially off the rails, potentially Sinclair and Cambridge was a different promoter. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of, I hope it's going to open the door for us because ultimately if it, if it snoozes. Right. Right. Snoozy lose. Correct. Right. You know, it's, it's interesting because we, well, I guess it's a good segue. You know, we have, over the last couple of weeks, we've been pushing it, but we also now have a partnership with Off the Rails in Very nice. Worcester. I already knew that. I know. I know you did. But <laughs> wait, it, wait, say it again. Say it again. Off the Rails in Worcester. Off the Rails in Worcester? <laughs> you guys have a partnership with them? We do. Oh, congratulations, Jim. 90 Commercial Street, Worcester, <laughs> Massachusetts. Come on up. Um, so, you know, we're fortunate enough to, to do a lot of things with them because, you know, for... You know, when I when I went to them and I said, "Listen, like, um, early on in this thing, um, there was a guy by the name of Eric Lindquist. He was like the the guru over there, and he he un, um, tragically tragically I say because it, it is a tragic tragic kind of thing. He um, he passed away earlier this year, kind of out of nowhere, um, which was a huge toll on them. Um, you know." It kind of threw me for a tailspin because he was the first local venue or venue in general to give me a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of pulled away from off the rails for a little while while all that was going on mm-hmm. because I didn't know where I stood. I didn't know where they stood, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I went back to them and I said, listen, you know, we're getting this traction. I love what you guys are doing here. You know, you, you were there for me at the beginning. And I think with your growth and our growth... I think we could bring. I think we could bring something to Central Mass, yeah. which I th- I would argue it needs. Um, so you know we're we're all about them. You know the the shows they put on there that you know fit what we're doing will be there. Um, and um, you know we have a great relationship with them. We're going to help start um, bringing some shows to them too. So hopefully. All this, you know, we can we can help out there. But um, there you go. Yeah. So you know, I think it's a huge thing. I think it's a huge thing for us to have this sort of you know named venue attached to everything. Yep. I agree. Um, and it's a, the sound in that room is incredible. From yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but I've heard it's incredible. Yeah, it's really nice. And it, you know, it's it's small. It's not, not small. It's intimate. Yeah. What's the capacity? Oh God. Is it five hundred? Five hundred plus? I think so. Think so. so similar to Brighton, but still, like, you know, they've got some. They've got Blanco Brown coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They they've had Lindsay got, L. They had Lindsay L. They have Shane Smith and the Saints coming. 
Um, Dave Lanko or Midland? Which one? Blanco. It was Lanko? Lanko, sorry. Was yeah. it Lanko? Yeah, Lanko, yeah. They were on the show. Yep. Lanko. That's right. Um, go check it out. You did that at Off the Rails. I did. You? We did that off, off the Rails. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, that was, talk about a, you know, out of nowhere kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and that's that's the kind of thing we're trying to build is relationships with these venues so that we can do that, you know. True. Our, our big focus venue-wise, you know, and I have no, you know, is Central Mass, is mm. Rhode Island, because, you know, for where I am, it's close. It makes sense. True. Um, I agree. You know, and for the artists that I deal with and, you know, at the levels, I think they would they would do well in those areas. They just do. There you go. You know? Which I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, tying, tying it back to a conversation we had earlier about numbers, though. I mean, that's what these venues are about right um they want to make sure that it's a beneficial relationship right right? so you have this reach for them right for potential artists that can bring in ticket sales right right so you know when you're talking about promoters and everything and and original venues like that they want to make sure that they're not losing money on you right so you know that's that's the game we got to play right to make sure that we develop a relationship on a good note, you know, uh, you know, a, a first impression has to be very, very good. Right. Right. It's I'm almost putting so much pressure on me and Scarlet Drive that it's first impression or nothing. We're done. Right. Right. If we don't do well, we're done. Right. Um, we we made a first impression as an opening act at Paradise for Cadillac Three. And I think we rocked it. I think we had an awesome, we had a great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Compliments after the show, right? Yeah. So, um, we, we think we did very well. We did, we weren't expected to bring people to that show because we were, we were asked last minute. It was like two or three day notice. Um, and they understood that. I had that conversation with the promoter before we, we took that gig, but this one, I mean, we're, we're putting it all on the line here. Right. Um, but just to promote it again, I mean, we want to make this a show, right. like a performance, an event. So get your asses out, buy your ticket on Friday, or at least before February 16th, <laughs> <laughs> um, and come out and just have a good time with us. Yeah. Um, I know it's, I think it's the Thursday before uh, February vacation. Yeah. So, you know, nobody works on Fridays anymore. Right. So right. come out. Have a thirsty Thursday beverage with us. Hell yeah. Um, listen to some tunes. Yeah. And just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're we're looking forward to it. It's gonna be a great night. It's I'm already, you know, prepping my liver for it, I think. <laughs> I think I have to. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. February sixteenth. February sixteenth. And we're uh, ready we're ready to roll. We're ready, ready to roll. roll. Ready to rock. Um so there's a couple things that I wanted to ask you about, too. Okay. So we, let's get into this a little bit. All so right. So I know you've had some good things happen over the last handful of months. Yep. Two of them being, you know, added to the Dirt Road uh, FM uh, syndicate. Yep. And also being accepted into the CMA Association. Yes. Is that, that's like a double entendre. CMA. Yeah. CMA. Yeah. Country Music Association. Association. <laughs> yes. So talk to me about Dirt Road first. What happened? So, so how'd that come out? What you so. <laughs> and what is, you know, Dirt Road is, is a satellite radio station. Yeah, more or less. So um, Dirt Road is an independent yes. 
internet radio station. Yes. Um, they we've recently um, have it's like a conglomerate more or less. Okay. Um, called Country Talk, um, and Dirt Road FM goes through them and yada yada, all owned by the same people. Um, they actually came to me and said, "Hey, listen, we wanna we wanna bring on a podcast." Um, you know, this is this is what we can offer, and you know, I I told them straight out. I was like, "Listen, I don't want to lose anything. This is all me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, more or less, you know, more or less saying like, this is mine. It's not yours without being a douchebag about it. Um, which is yeah, which is fine. You wanted control, right? Um, like take they, you you guys use it as it is, right? Don't tell me to change anything, right? Exactly, and and they were all for it. They were like, no, we love we love the way you do it. Yeah. We love everything about it. We just want to broadcast it. Mm-hmm. And thank you, right? And you know, I've had some other radio stations, you know, out of Texas, same kind of thing, come to me and say the same thing. But I didn't really care. I'm I'll be honest. I didn't care for what how they did things. I didn't care for what they what they were doing and. Um, you know, they came to me, and they they have some great traction on Twitter and, and stuff. And well, do you have an exclusivity contract with Dirt no. Road? Um, I don't believe so. So, I mean, technically, you could right span yourself out in different areas. You know, obviously, making sure that right. You know, you're not um, conflicting with any of Dirt Road. Right, uh, and that's a thing. Um, I think you know, me being me, it's I think it's an exclusive kind of thing. Until I've told otherwise. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, because since I've been on Dirt Road, you know, other people have come and been like, "Hey, put your show on." But um, good. You know, Dirt Road and I, we worked we worked out a thing where it's beneficial for both sides. Good. So it's, you know, I what know that it's not, you know, out of the gate, it's not going to do something crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but I know I see their vision. I know my vision. We're at the same spot. Yep. They uh, wanted to add a different aspect to their satellite radio program. Right. And it gets you reach. Right. So that, there's, there's your, your benefit. Right. right? That's right. What, um, what do you get from them? What do they get from you? Right. I mean, that's, right. That's partnership one-on-one. And our, you know, our reach since then, you know, we've, we've, our episodes have reached in the thousands in the last couple of weeks. Beauty. And that's huge. Yeah. That's huge, and you know, we see it. We see it with the Instagram, with Facebook. We we see it with the traffic, you know. But how how do they select which which ones you're going through? So every one of them that's new gets posted to Dirt Road first. Yeah. Right. Yep. What about the ones that have already come up? Correct. So before the deal, he is slowly putting them out in chunks. Okay. Onto the website, onto right. his website. All the links go right to the Spotify. Um, so that I see the numbers on my end as well, and I gotta say, but it's on his website, right? Yep. It's not on. It's not airing on sat on his satellite. Program, no, not at the right? not at the moment. We might think about that later on. Okay. Putting out older episodes, um, but for now, I mean, that would that would only benefit the people that you had on, right? From, right. If you're looking at that. Yeah. Way. I mean, at this at this point of the game, for some of those episodes, it would only benefit those. Correct. People. Correct. Not not that it wouldn't benefit me because it would it might even benefit them but ultimately it benefit the artist right um, you know there's a, there's a lot of things we're trying with this um, you know we're trying to do like a top five before the premiere episode of my my picks of the week don't necessarily have to be 
new songs that could just be songs I like. Which, True. which are, you know, the first week we did it was the top five New England artists that you were number one on. What? Yeah, you were number one. Cut it out. Top five songs. Wow. Which song? <laughs> Patio. Uh, <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. Good tune. It's a fun tune. It is. So we'll, we'll definitely is. play that in, in Brighton. Um. So yeah, we're doing some things. We're gonna bring our blog. Um, if we might have already done it by now, by the time this airs, but we're bringing our blog, our music reviews, our YouTube, every everything. That's gonna be. We're gonna treat that as our hub too. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. Practically our website, you know, because my website right now is shit. I don't like it. I'll be the first to admit it. You know, but it's where it's the hub of everything. Yeah. In case anything ever goes down. True. Um, so, Country Talk and Dirt Road, they have. I think they have a better website layout and all that. So. Okay. And it, they're better at it than I am, so I'll let them just. You can always reach out to whoever designed their sites and, and right work a deal with them to say, hey, can I, right. let's update my site. Um, Updating websites is pretty cheap these days. I'm doing it with Aluminum Fishing right now. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm I'm working with guys that don't typically know it's a like sport aren't right. typically in the sports realm right so they're not making it very sporty looking right um so i almost want to take it over and learn wordpress and just they got the the foundation there but i, I gotta fix it up right but anyways, anyway yeah so, um, tangent tangent so yeah so we're doing that um and uh you know it's working out it's working out well so good and that was after Steve, you were accepted to cma yeah correct yeah we uh we got our we um applied for our cma membership and where it was approved yep um so that that's huge um you know it's a it's one of those weird things because we didn't we never really announced it on instagram or i know anything. you did and then the reason why is you know i was gonna make a big deal about it because i make a big deal about everything mm-hmm. and um you, you know so, somebody said to me you know like don't go overboard because i guess there's people out there or whatever that don't look kindly on it for some reason. That, okay. That's what I said. Interesting. I mean, it's on our website, you know. Which, which is, I mean, ideally, it's a cool thing for you to have. Right. But maybe maybe they're right. Maybe that's something that is not as important to your audience currently. Right. But for people that might come on the show, right, right, because but if they if they see that you're part of CMA, right, and they're like, oh, maybe I can get his vote. Well, see, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. So in in the in the guidelines, like we can't we can't use our membership for that. Like, we oh, right, lame-o. I can't be like, hey, you know, Luke Combs, if you come on my show, I'll vote for you for a CMA. I can't do it. Oh, you wouldn't say that, right? Uh, you right, I wouldn't say it. But we direct. we can't you know <laughs> you can have people that are nominated on your show though right but just as right you can't promote it as anything else right um you know but I will say since I put the you know the CMA member thing in my signature in my emails my emails get <laughs> they get answered a lot faster oh yeah I'll tell oh, you yeah. that um, I, I you know more the more we're thinking about it the more I I think people might be right just kind of yeah you're part of it don't brag about it right. But people know that you're there. Right. You're in that space. Because, right. again, that's more for the people that in the business, right. not for the audience. Right. Right. Um, we were also um, recommended to be part of the ACM, too. Nice. nice. So we're, we'll be doing that. Um, 
by the time this comes out, that'll probably already be submitted and all that. But okay. Um, when do yeah. when do the CMAs do their awards? CMAs their is awards is February? November fourteenth or fifteenth. Oh, award season's earlier than I usually think it is. Yeah. It's November and December, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it was always earlier, early year. I don't know. I think it used to be. I think Maybe. the CMAs used to be in October. Okay. But um so yeah, I know I know I'm I'm looking forward to voting for the CMAs. Do I you get be nominations fun. before they're announced? Yeah. Oh shoot. Do you get to vote on nominate nominees as well as the yeah. final awards? Yeah, if I, if I would have had my CMA membership before, um there's like three different tiers of okay nomination processes all right so it like there's like one earlier in the year and then there's another round and then so after- why th- is, is it all to narrow down to that yeah. final list yep. oh all right so they don't add people to the second tier no that weren't on the first tier nope nope so it almost gives you you vote your first tier but then what happens if the second tier you go back and say oh someone in the tier one the first time i not i, I voted has done a lot more since the second tier vote right doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Wow. Doesn't matter. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after the second tier, that's when all the, the nominees are announced. And, yep. Um, How many people are in the CMA? Last you know? I looked, when I looked the other day, it was like 2,700. Okay. Smaller than I thought it would be. Right. Right. And that's yeah. that's the other thing about it, right? Yeah. You know, I looked at the, you know, we get access to a lot of things, right? And... Um, you know, you can see who's in what state and who's in your state, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Anybody in, Mass- in New England, yeah, New England. Let's let's talk about New England. So, Massachusetts, I think there's only like ten of us. Okay. Can you talk about the other ones? Um, I don't. I'm sure I could. <laughs> okay. um, you don't want to. I don't. Yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, good. The other state, the other New England states, like I think it's a lot less. Okay. A lot less. So it's you know, but yeah. It's a cool little thing, nice. you know. It a lot of it, it saves a lot of time and energy is what it does. Yeah. You know, so now I don't have to Google search. Well, who's you know so and so's publicist? You know, I can just go oh, in the, the database and just put in the artist name or oh, the shoot. the agency. And did you hear that, everybody? Go <laughs> <laughs> right. on Jim's podcast, and you can get producers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it just it it makes the reach out. You know. And do you do you sign legal agreements that says you can't do specific things with that database? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like I couldn't take everybody and put them in like a mass email and be like, hey. But could you give out contacts to some people that maybe were on your show or? I don't think so. Right, like that's for you only? yeah. yeah. Like yeah. for your eyes only, right? Top secret, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because every Never time I, then. because I think they track it, you know, because I have like a member ID number. Oh yeah. So every time I log in, you know, oh, once you have a phone conversation, be like, oh, his number is right, know, five, I, five, I, five. right. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. All I know the is that, probably watching that it's right. one of those things where it's like I, I would love to just be like, oh, this is, you know, oh, but like I don't know where the line is, right. and I don't want somebody from. You yeah. don't want to find out where the line is. I don't want to find exactly. out where the line is. Exactly. And I might have already crossed it. And if I have, I apologize to you, man. But, you know. Um, that'd, be, that'd be cool, though. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I'm do, you cur- get, do you get tickets to the award show? So you have to buy them. You still have to buy them. Do you get them discounted, though? I, yes. Okay. Well, y- yes, I guess. So we had to. I had to put in for, like, a, a request request ticket. All right. For the opportunity to purchase. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but like being so far from Nashville and this year, you know, I really wanted to go this year. I don't think we're gonna, because there's also a lot of things going on at the time of that award show. Okay. Like the Neemans are like the same weekend. Okay. And yep. if we're gonna present there, like, you know, let's start small. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so next year, I think CMA awards are will be a thing. Um, we also have opportunity for CMA Fest tickets before oh, anybody nice. else too. Nice. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a lot of perks, you know. Still gonna spend money. Right, right. Still gonna, <laughs> right. Still gonna spend money. Isn't but. that isn't that funny? Right, you know, right. Isn't that just right? A hoot. <laughs> no, no, you're in, but no, no, you you have to pay money. Right, to, right. To but that's okay, you know. I I mean, we have we've made some really good friends down in Nashville. Where if I needed to jump on a flight and stay somewhere, I could. Almost sounds like a like a fan club. Yeah, almost. Right. A fan club. With, right. You know, a fan club, but you have to be in the industry to be part of the fan club. Right. Right. It's an industry fan club. Right. An industry fan club. Which whatever it's it's a title I'll take it. True. You know. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, so I'm excited for it. See what you know. Good stuff. Good stuff. And you got you got in first try. Yeah. First. Uh, first shot. First application. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, speaks a lot about. Yeah. What you've done the last year? Yeah, I with mean the last hundred episodes. I'm sure with they, 99 episodes. The 99 I should say with a hundo here. Right. I can't believe it's been a hundred episodes. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot in a year. Are you planning on doing that many in season? Uh, what do you What do you got planned for season four? How many? Season well, so each you season do it is a little bit more manageable this time. Yeah, so you know, I don't even need to break them down into seasons. I could just whatever, but oh, it makes it better. It does make it better. It makes it sound exciting. Correct. Um, so season four will start, you know, today when this is out, and then you know, I, so if, if you go back, season one is like fifty people deep. <laughs> like it was nuts. You, you almost need to come out of the gate hot though, right? Because you got to figure out what works. Like that first season, looking back, we were releasing like two, three episodes a week. You were. Well, I remember having a conversation. You saying, "Yeah, it's getting too much. I'm almost, I almost have to go once a once a week now for right. uh, for people because the scheduling was ridiculous." Right, it was ridiculous, yeah. and it was a lot of contention at home, you know, and rightfully so. Um, what happened? So when when you when you record not on the phone, there's yeah. a time limit. What Isn't is that it? weird? An hour. Oh. I know. We're we're just looking at the the timing. Um, but yeah, so you know, it was it was nuts. And then season two, season excuse me, season two we started January first, mm-hmm. and then brought it down to once a week. And um, the numbers changed drastically. There was way more listens. We pushed it all week. I think we're gonna start. Yeah, because you almost have. You, that makes sense. Yeah, because now you're instead of pushing. So you really, if you release one on Monday and another one on Wednesday, right? People forget about the one on Monday. Yeah, right. And then we were yeah. releasing one on like Friday. Yep. So, yeah. so yeah. But we learned. You know, it was a learning curve. Um, As it always is. Right. In, um, in the infancy. Yeah. We um, we also did at the beginning. Or I did at the beginning where like I announced everybody for the week or the month or whatever. Oh, so so blah, 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 was coming on. And then I got away from that because other podcasts started to, that did it once a week and, you know, would record on Monday and released on Wednesday kind of thing. They were coming in and scooping in and doing the same guess. Oh. Now, 
I've had conversations. Oh, with, I've had conversations with people about it, um, and they were like, "What's the big deal?" You know, if those artists, you know, it's think, the same story. Think about it, right? And that's yeah, it is and it isn't because I think because of how different this show is. You know, you're gonna get the other ones give you the well. Where are you from? How long have you been doing this? Blah 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 blah. blah. Put me to sleep. <laughs> Well, I also feel like some you know, artists have their script of what they're going to talk about. Oh yeah, for that answer, right? Because I and can't it's tell the you same how, script, right? I can't tell you how many times they're like, "Can you give me some talking points?" And I'm like, "No, I can't." They're like, "Well, why not?" I go, "Because that's not what the show is. If you want talking points, go somewhere else." That's it. I'm no good with talking points. No, me neither. I'm better off the cuff. Like, I mean, yeah, there's been artists where, like, yeah, there's stuff I want to touch upon, and I know what those are. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of, doing this long enough now, I can kind of guess where the conversation is going to go. And if it's going away from that, I can I can bring him back to where I want him to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but. Um, so, yeah, so we might get back to the whole, like, well, in October, this is who it's going to be. Or in November, this is who it's going to be. You know, because I'm at the point where like, I don't give a fuck. True. But, I mean, think about what that announcement gets you versus doesn't get you. If it's energy that is unnecessary right why add that time right to the podcast because time is valuable right Right. but I also wonder like if I if I were to be like you know October 1st here are going to be our four guests for the month I wonder if the numbers go up the anticipation is there for the for those artists I don't know and my first thought would be people aren't going to go to their schedule and say oh on Right. This, I have to open up Boots and Whiskey, right? Right. Because right. uh, Rogan doesn't announce his guests. I don't know who his guests are until I open up the app on Tuesdays or Wednesdays whenever he releases the episode. Or promoting it after it's been released. Right. That's probably where you're going to get most of your reviews. And that, right. you've already seen that. You've right. seen if you're releasing, you know, X and then, you know, leaving two weeks, you promote that artist for two weeks. Now people are going to be engaged just as if they were right. if you were announcing a week before saying, right. hey, my guests are going to be this, this, and this. That's going to get forgotten. Someone out promoting it so you can go right directly to listen to it right. is where you're going to get your views. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my opinion. You know, because I'd say forget about promoting yeah. whoever you're going to be Beforehand. starting because it's, it's wasted. It's yeah. wasted effort. I agree. If you're doing it maybe to add you know, a social media post here and there to stay in the algorithm, right. maybe. But You know, and like every now and again something pops up. Something big will pop up. You know, if I have you know, these four people slated and i got to push somebody, now i got to do a whole other fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wasted effort. Yeah. 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 In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. All right. We made that decision. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. When am I a partner? Like, am I going to be a partner in this thing soon? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't drink whiskey? <laughs> yeah. We, we're not talking about that fireball, boy. Yeah. I haven't had fireball in a long time. Actually, I'll probably have it this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. But last time I had fireball, I think, was Kenny Chesney. Oh, God. My wife ended up going to get a bunch of nips. I'm like, what are we, in college again? Like, two of these. I'm going to be in, in the truck sleeping the whole show. Yeah. You know? Christ. Yeah, man. They were good, though. It was good. I'm more of a doctor. Dr. McGillicuddy's kind doctor. of Doctor. I love the doctor. It's good stuff. Um, so what else we got? Because we're, we're now, like, pretty much at this point. We're, like... We two hours in? A little easily. Bit? Easily, if not more. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I guess... You did mention Patio was number one yep. thing. I haven't even talked about it. New releases since yeah, no. Shaky Ground, right? Yeah. So we, did, you know, since the last time I was here, we did release that Shaky Ground album, the full thing, uh, ten songs, 
Um, but we also had this cachet of music, of original music in the, on the back burner too, so we can continually release and create and give you guys new material. So, um, you know, since Shaky Ground, we've released Patio and Dirty Water Hallelujah. Dirty Water Hallelujah is our newest release. Um, it's a banger. It's different than anything. Yeah, it's right. It's different it's than rocking. anything else. It's, it's rocking. It's almost not country. It's awesome because, you know, a lot of the bandmates think it's, it kind of shows what Scarlet Drive kind of is. It's more right. a Scarlet Drive song than anything else. Right. Uh, just because it's very harmony-centric. It's it's rocking with some of the guitar, the guitar stuff that our guitar player Brian, you know, produced in it. Um, and it was done all internally. It's the first song we've done where everyone in the band, like it was nothing outside oh, I lied the drummer so we had a drummer come in and a Nashville drummer come in and do it um, but other than that it was mixed produced written uh, engineered and mastered and released all in the <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that you said that because I was going to bring it up but I didn't want to <laughs> so I will, I'll never forget I listened to the song and then I text Tim your drummer and I said <laughs> I said Tim fucking drums sound great and he goes thanks it's not me <laughs> yeah and I was like, yeah, oh, shit, do. sorry, bud. I mean, <laughs> I mean Tim could do it easily. Right. Um, there's just not an easy avenue to get it done. Right. Up here. Right. So, um, and he, he's all for it. He's like, you know, get it done quick. Yeah. Um, and then what he'll do is put his own spin on the, right. those drums in a live setting. Yeah. And crush it. So, yeah. you know, he was, it's not like we... Yeah, placed them right. and all this no, stuff. But it know, was just so funny because like the, the turnaround you know. time for these Nashville guys and they send processed stems too so you can take it all and you know mix it master it, everything like it's just it's just very difficult to get that kind of stuff for the cost right um, up here right. It's, it's just different um, and that's one of the things that I loved about the whole process with Shaky Ground Patio and Dirty Water was you know the Shaky Ground album was all produced you know internally but mixed and mastered outside by a Nashville uh, mix engineer. And when Patio came around, I want—I think I did talk about this on the, on the last episode, but Patio was different because I, I went to a producer in Nashville, the drummer, the guy who I've been working with on the Shake Ground album, and said, hey, I have a song. You want to produce it? Like, what's, what's the process for this? Because I'm a process guy. So I wanted to know, okay, so we just did all that for Shake Ground. What's the process for getting this song done? Um, you know, outside the band, right? From a production right. point of view, right? Um, and it was it was fun. It was, but it was the turnaround time was incredible. Yeah, you know, like he set up a session with all those guys. I didn't have to worry about it. It was very easy. It was it, it was costly. Right. Um, but again, it was it was written internally. Um, and it was just it just worked. It it was just fun to work with people that I don't typically get to work with, you know, a bunch of national session guys and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then kind of just putting it together with, with our band. It was just an energetic, dumb song. It's awesome. Know. It's a great song. Uh, for fun. Right. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta have a good time. You gotta laugh at yourself and just, you know, smile on stage every once in a while. And yeah. we needed that aspect of an original song to add to our repertoire. Right. Um, and it was, it was great. And then Dirty Water came out, you know, Dirty Water was actually produced around the same time the Shaky Ground album was, and I held it back. 
I said, all right, it doesn't fit on shaky ground. Let's release it later as a, as a solo. But, you know, during the drum phase of shaky ground, Dirty Water was done. Copenhagen was done, which hopefully will be released in the next couple months here. Um, soon, too. We've been playing that out for months. We right. just haven't released it yet. So, you know, most of that was done. And, you know, Brian, the, our guitar player, produced Dirty Water. He produced it. He, you know, he engineered it. He, he mixed it. And he mastered it. Um, and we all released it, you know, that way. So another different process for, you know, a much different result. And that's the stuff I love about the creation part. Yeah. It was just fun. Yeah. And he killed it. He, he crushed it. Like, it very rarely did, you know, they come back with a production on, on original that I've basically just done horrible vocals and acoustic on. I mean, they, they bring this thing to life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Adam and Brian, they both do phenomenal stuff. So I'm very curious and excited to hear what they're going to do for Andrea, uh, you know, led originals, yeah. right? So, you know, hopefully we'll add that aspect to the Scarlet Drive portfolio here in the next uh, in the next year, so we Love can maybe it. do some of that in 2000, uh, 2004. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And we got a lot of stuff. And yeah. you know what the worst part about it is? You have this, I probably wrote 30 or 40 songs right back when COVID in the shaky ground area. I took the best that I thought anyways to start with. And that turned into Shaky Ground. That turned to Patio. That turned into Dirty Water. Hallelujah. But I have all these other songs now that I go back and listen. And I'm like, nope. Past it. Right. I don't like it. Right. Um, and only recently have I started writing again. Yeah. Like I got the itch. Right. Good. And I've written three in the last month or so. That was actually three in five days. Uh, and I know she's biased, but my wife says it's the best stuff I've done yet. Nice. So excited to hope. I don't even know if it'll ever see the light of day, to be honest with you. Right. Because we have so many other things that we're trying right. to produce and finish first. But that list is slowly, slowly like dwindling down. It's right. funneling because you have, you're going to throw away 80% of the songs you write. Right? right. Maybe some people say it's even higher than that if you're writing every day. Right. But for us, we don't write every day. We may have to take, you know, one here and there that may not be great and just get it out for original, you know, just for, for content. Right. We're trying not to do that, which is, you know, making it a slower process, but, um, you know, we, we definitely have enough material to potentially do another album. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that, but, uh, we haven't made that decision yet. Sweet. Yeah. A lot of shit, man. It's, you should do a, it's a, lot. a live from the Brain Musical album. I was thinking about it. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I anyway. wasn't going to, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> just, but again, it's money. It. Right. Right. It's, it's all right. cost. So right. it's, you know. Right. We. I think it will be a phenomenal idea. Yeah. Um, but that's it's a process, and yeah. I, I got to go down that. If I if we want to go down that avenue, you know, the band has to make the decision, and uh, and you got to find somebody to do it for you. Right. Find somebody to mix it, which you know, our Brian and Adam could probably mix it and engineer it, and produce it. Um, it was definitely on my list. My so, reader. Yeah. All right. I think we're running out of time. All right, man. Um, yeah. I mean, we're gonna go fishing again. I mean, this yeah. our day is not over. From no. a podcasting point of view, yeah. it's over. It's over. But we're done. We're gonna go catch some fish, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Jim a fish. Uh, we're hopefully gonna get a picture of it. Yeah. We'll um, see. What we're gonna do now, though, is take a little selfie. Okay. On the boat with the boys, with our mics in. Oh Christ! Are you 
fucked it up. <laughs> Hold on. He put it in panoramic mode. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I got thick thumbs. Are you ready? Beauty. Sweet. There All right, guys. Well, Jim, thanks for having me again. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Congrats oh, yeah, again on 100. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with you. Same. For the Brighton Show. Same, buddy. All righty. Later. We'll talk to you soon. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Well, there you have it, everyone. So February 16th, 2023, we will be sponsoring Nick Casey, Houston Bernard, and Russell James at the Brighton Music Hall in Brighton, Massachusetts. Going to be a hell of a night of music. Cannot wait for that. Um, buy your tickets. Come out and see us. It's going to be a... It's gonna be a it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a night that's for sure that's gonna be one of those nights i think i call into work the next day or take a vacation day or something because whew, it's gonna be a good one um those those three acts are gonna just blow the blow the top off the brighton music hall so um you're gonna see a lot of us promoting that and pushing that um again stay tuned for november 13th we are um presenting at the new england music awards so a big thank you to them for having us um and we have some other things we're going to announce later this year um before christmas probably um definitely before christmas because i want to launch it for the first of january so um some big things happening with the boots and whiskey podcast in 23 um whiskey reviews are coming i promise you um i believe the wife and i are going to do them together so that should be that should be a that that should be a good time um should be real a lot of fun um so stay tuned for that chris will be back too for our whiskey reviews um he's just busy so and we got to get some of these reviews out so the ones he can be here for he's going to be and if not then uh jen and i will do them so it'll be great um so big thank you to everybody um, I know this is a long episode. I know there was a lot to digest. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sticking around and, and listening. And to our, all of our sponsors and our friends, thank you all so much for everything. We couldn't do this without you. Um, and I'm going to tell you who next week's episode is, um, even though I don't like to do that. Next week, we have the ever-talented Ray Fulcher on the program. Um, we'll talk about it next week. But until then, guys... Thank you so much. Keep those boots on the ground. Keep that whiskey in the glass, guys. Cheers.